Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the OC Show with OC. My name is Chris O'Connor. Uh, just really quickly before I start this episode, just wanted to let you guys know um, that this episode is a pretty long one. It's two hours, and it was actually even longer. I had to cut off about 15, almost 20 minutes off the start of this episode. So it kind of just jumps right into the action, and there isn't an intro, which is why I'm recording this. I actually had to cut off those 15, almost 20 minutes um, for reasons of uh, there not being enough storage uh, on my computer or me not knowing how to do things with technology quite as efficiently yet, which is 100% possible. Um, but either way, what, what we still have is still plenty of content. There's two hours hours here. It's a conversation with me, uh, my older brother, Will, who's been on for almost five times now, I think. Uh, and then his good friend, Ian, who was on for an episode not too long ago um, and came back for another one this time around. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Thank you guys so much for listening to The OC Show. And let's go ahead and jump right into it. PS5 is not worth the money right now. No, and I mean, I've watched some stuff with like Madden and 2K and all mm-hmm. that. And all they did, like graphic-wise, just make it bright. Yeah. And like I watched a Madden video the other day and it hurt my eyes to watch it. Really? It was just so, like the field was bright. Like the graphics look great. Like, yeah. But it was so bright mm-hmm. and so just... Yeah, I mean the lights were aggressively bright. Yeah, right? you gotta keep and in mind was, if you if you crazy. buy if you buy a PS5, you probably have to buy a monitor to get the full benefits of having that PS5. Yeah, yeah. it has to support the graphics that uh-huh. the PS5 has to offer, or else it's not even worth it. And right. plus, like if you just have a regular old TV, it's not worth getting the PS5 because the only benefit of getting it is really the better graphics. And the fact that there's two versions of it right now, like if I, whenever I do eventually buy it, I'm 100% gonna buy the virtual version only because it's a whole hundred dollars cheaper. Like if you buy the disc version, it's like five hundred dollars. You buy the yeah, virtual only version, it's four hundred. I mean, I on like PS4. Di- I have some discs, but I haven't bought a disc game and. Since 2K19. Yeah. I yeah. like discs still, personally. That's just kind of me, like, remembering back in the days where, like, all of your games, like DS, like, you had all the DS cartridges yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that, but, like, you're right. Like, in a few years, nobody's going to, like, they may legit stop making discs, period, and just having. Like, it's, just, go, it's just so much easier, too. Yeah. You don't have to go to GameStop. Don't go mm-hmm. to Walmart. You can just, Friday night, you can buy it. Yeah. And, as soon as it's midnight, give it about twelve hours to download. Wake up the next day, yeah. it's good. Buy it at night, go to sleep, wake up, it's ready. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just so much yeah. more convenient. Yeah. Than... I think it was probably what, what was it? Two K eighteen. Ian, were you with us? We went to like the wellness center, and it was like me, Blake, and Matt. We actually went to GameStop for the release. Of, I think it was eighteen. Two K eighteen. Yeah, I think I was one of the two Ks. Yeah. yeah. We hopped in line. They opened. We went inside and got. We pre. We all pre ordered it. Went and picked up. I think that was two K eighteen. That, you don't have to do that anymore. Just wait for it to release online, yeah. and it'll automatically start downloading on your PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Times I mean, are changed. You don't have. You don't need the disc anymore. Yeah. And if your internet's good enough, boom, you can have it in five minutes. You can be yeah. playing by yeah, exactly. twelve fifteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. If your internet's good enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just kind of crazy how yeah. they do how it's going mm-hmm. now and that, yeah, for sure. The thing is, I hate when you're out of date. I like when you're out of storage and you have to delete other games. I hate that. That's yeah. the worst. Like yeah. make you buy. I, you, Make you go buy, like, thumb drives to keep your games on it. Like, that sucks. Yeah, I have one, actually. It's, like, a three-terabyte thing. I need to get one. I actually really want to get one. It, cause I mean, I have. It saved me so much time having to re-download stuff whenever I have yeah. a hankering to play a game. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, deleted, uh, I deleted Minecraft, like, years ago. Like, before Minecraft became popular again, mm-hmm. I would say. Because Minecraft was kind of a game that was, like... Nobody played it, and then eventually, it, then it just out of nowhere popped off once Fortnite fell off a little bit. Um, 
but I had deleted Minecraft, and then when Minecraft got so much popular, I was like, everybody was wanting to play it, and all my friends were wanting to play it, and I had to redownload. I was, I hated that because I had to draw, I had to delete Black Ops Three, and then later I'd redownload Black Ops Three. It's just a pain in the butt, you know. Minecraft is the most fun <coughs> game. It's the game that, it's the most fun game ever if you're in the mood to play it. Yeah, I would say. if you're in the mood to play Minecraft, you will play it and not want to stop playing mm -hmm. it. But if you're not in the mood to play Minecraft, you're not gonna touch that. I game. think from like, you're a, like oh, oh yeah. no, yeah, this Minecraft? game's stupid. Why would I? Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's from like a. It's like if you don't like uh, if you don't like chocolate, <laughs> you're gonna be like, oh no, screw chocolate. I hate chocolate. I'm not gonna touch that. But if you love chocolate, you're like, oh my god, chocolate, chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Show yeah, yeah. in your face. That's how that. It's, I think that game is. Like, well, if from, you're in the mood to play it. It's like our perspective though is a little different because we're like we play it on console, right? If you're playing it on PC, you can play like custom maps, you can play like Hunger Games, you can play like there's Bed Wars, there's there's a bunch of different versions of it that can like keep it fresh for people, but you don't have any of that on console. So it's like really all you have is like either you build stuff in creative, which is not that fun unless you're really good at building, or you just play survival, which gets stale quickly. So that's why I feel like you're right. Yeah. It's like seasonable with it's like seasonal seasonal with Minecraft. It's like once a year, there'll be like a two month period where me and my boys yeah. will just be like, "Hey man, you just want to hop on craft?" And we're just like, "Heck yeah!" 100%. And you we hop on Minecraft, thing. you play a world for like two months, like every yep. day, you grind it out. And then one day, you just you be like, "You guys want to hop on?" Yeah. Nah. And then you just forget about it. You never play it again. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. We happens the exact all the same time. Thing. I guess it's for everybody. Uh -huh. Our friend group. The Wolfpack, infamous baby. Everyone knows him. <laughs> plus we, Peyton. Legendary. Plus Peyton. Plus Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus Peyton. We, uh, yeah, dude, in high school, I remember going into senior year, we, we grinded Minecraft. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, one day, it's like the office quote. I wish one day, you, I wish you could know when you're in the good old days the before, old you've, days actually before you've actually left Andy them. Bernard. It's like in Minecraft when one day like you guys are just in the mood to grind and then one day no mm -hmm. one gets on yeah and it just stays that way it's, and then yeah. that world is saved in your game yeah but no one's been on it forever uh -huh. and so that's happened with us where we're like it's years later we're like hey let's hop on that old world and yeah. check it out see what we did yeah. years ago think about this will cool it's like nostalgia think about this will one day you know in the past you and your boys you know played pickup at the gym for the last time and none of you knew it was the last time none of you knew or like the park yeah, yeah. yeah. you just you just you just hung out we got to know all the locals down at the park you know smoky yeah smoky <laughs> who's, who's smoky smoky's our boy tell the tell me the story of smoky i've never heard of i don't, this even, guy. I don't, I don't even know, know how to explain i don't him. really know him that well he just got to know all of us we was he just a, was he just a menace smoky at the greenfield basketball court yeah, he had a weird looking jumper <laughs> but it was cash <laughs> sometimes <laughs> something. sometimes it was cash and when he was hot he was hot was let he, me tell you was he, a, he was he a menace of an athlete he never no. played with a shirt on <laughs> he never had a shirt on. He always played shirtless. He was a white guy, but he had a beard, black hair. Uh, Smokey. Yeah, he's a legend. Greenfield Central. Uh, Riley, Riley Park, Park legend. Riley yeah. Park legend. Uh, man, I miss Smokey. <laughs> if I could see him, I'd be like, oh, man, if I could see him one more time. You think, you think Smokey's still regular in at, the, at Riley Dude, Park? Dude, I'll bet you he still plays oh, at I'm Park sure. every now and then. Yeah, you I'm pull sure. up you, oh, you pull up to Riley Park and you look for Smokey. Oh, my God, I would look for him. I'm sure, I bet you he'd know me. Remember red hair. It's hard to forget a tall, skinny, red-haired guy. Yeah, the goatee would throw him off, Will. It might. <laughs> it might. But, the, I mean, red hair, tall, skinny. The goatee sure and the hair part, it used to just lay flat, flat down on your forehead. It used to, you know? man. The hairstyle used to be ugly as hell.
Hey man, good for you. I can't do nothing with this. I just <laughs> let it grow. We've tried to convince you. I got you, it. Man. It don't look good, man. Ian, you've had you the don't ex- know. You haven't given a chance. You've had the exact same hairstyle the entire however long I've known you for years. Uh, since I was in third grade, you look probably. the exa- yeah. Give it a chance. You look like a fade. <laughs> don't even, just grow it out, man. Like white, I'm, I'm growing it out right now. Afros. This is like the longest my hair has been I on top in a long an time. Afro that's just straight out. <laughs> that's it. White <laughs> that's guys don't have afros, and that's I know my hair does not work. Well, just out. But okay. You tried it though. How well, do you know here's, you bro, tried just it? You I've tried went. It. I've went t- um, probably two months. That's which not is long, long at all. Which is long oh, for me. Long. For yeah, me, yeah, is long. Yeah, but you, then just trim the sides. Yeah, and it just looks bad. No, let the. That's exactly. That's exactly what I did yesterday. Let them. Let the top grow out longer. Yeah. Just let it. Just let do just it. let it go. Just do push it over to the side and then get a little undercut. You know, get a three yeah. down to a two and just look, fa- just have it go up. You know? Look, 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 man. Okay, I, I, be I, done. I, I can see why you're saying that because this leads to another topic you wanted to talk about. You have a lady. That is true. That is true. I was gonna lead off the show with that before Will gave his present, but Ian, you have a woman in your life. I do. Tell me about this woman. I, I you know, she seems like a fine lady. She seems like you seem like you're in love. I can just see it in your eyes. You look <laughs> like you've got love in your eyes. Tell me about this woman. Yeah, so she is, uh, her name's Savannah. Okay. She's a sophomore. Indiana State, I'm assuming. Um, Yes, at Indiana State. She's from uh, Alexandria, which is um, by Muncie. Okay. Small town up there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we've been together for two, going on three months. Really? I thought it was longer than that. In a week, actually. So a week from today will be three. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been great. It's been a really good time uh what does she do what does she study so she studies psychology um okay she wants to actually end up getting her doctorate in psychology so she's gonna be in school for another eight years yeah she's gonna be there for a little while that's tough um <laughs> but yeah she uh wants to end up being a school psychiatrist and then hopefully open up her own practice uh on down the road solid so, solid yeah got more planned than i do which which is good. What are you majoring in, Ian? So I'm in business management. Okay. Um, I actually really haven't even started doing that stuff because the way they the way they work, the management and the business stuff down at mm-hmm. ISU, you take two years of core classes and then yeah. you take all this mm-hmm. junk, basically. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Use accounting and mm-hmm. use things that you're not going to use if you're in management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to figure all that out, uh-huh. but... So next next semester I will end up actually officially starting the management. About time. And then uh, I got a minor in supply chain. Okay. Which, if you talk to uh, Casey Phillips, he'll tell you is the way to live or die in the business world mm-hmm. because it's kind of taken off now. And Dude, I have a story uh, I can tell you about Casey Phillips. If you want to hear it? <laughs> First of all, what did you what did you, what did he say about his girlfriend? Uh, he said, you know, where she where she's from. You know, what she's studying, what her major is, you know. How, how do you feel about her? You can say, I guarantee you she won't listen to this show. Is she the one? Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee she, on, the o, on the OWC show, we don't get that many viewers. <laughs> Shut up, Will. On the OWC <laughs> the show. The OWC show, because I'm the co-host. You said it yourself. <laughs> you said it. The, the chief engineer of laughter and cheer. That's me. What's the acronym? What's that acronym? The chief, the C-E-L, the C-E-L-C. What's that? Chief Engineer of Laughter and oh, Cheer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The CELC. That's you. I'm the CELC. The Kelk. Chief the Engineer Kelk. of Laughter and Cheer, baby. Yes, Kelk. sir. Oh. 
Nah, is she the one in? Three months coming up. I mean, it's, it's probably a little to early. To I tell. mean, it's early. It's but... way too early. You don't have to answer that. So yeah, what were we talking it's... about when I came back? Um, <laughs> it's going well. Oh yeah, I'll, I have I'll a story I can tell you about Casey Phillips. Go ahead. It's Will. not really about Casey Phillips. Call him out. It's Call about... him out. No, no, no. His little Jack. <laughs> you know Jack, right? Jackson. Yep. He got Jackson. Yeah, yeah I call him Jack because he he works at Nike now. Okay. He got a job at Nike, and he's a pilot. So he's basically so just, he he's you. Nike. He's so a he, little, he's a little you. So he recently got a job at Nike. I try to get to know the new guys. Okay. Just, I found out was a, he's a senior at Indiana State. Okay. I'm like, oh, cool. And he came up to me one day. He's like, are you a pilot? I was like, oh, I'm a student pilot. I'm in aviation. He goes, dude, me too. Mm-hmm. So we, we kind of hit it off that way. And then one day I asked, are you on a frat? He goes, yeah, Pike. I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, why? I said, dude, one of my best friends is your president. He goes, what? I go, Casey Phillips. You know Casey Phillips? He goes, yeah, he's my big. I no. said, no shot. No. <laughs> no like, way. No shot. Wow. I said, dude, he's one of my best friends. He goes, no way. And really? I FaceTimed Casey. <clears throat> we both FaceTimed Casey. Didn't answer. <laughs> first. He of didn't, course. Jackson tried first. Casey's like, busy he man. didn't answer. And I tried. He didn't answer. But yeah. then he called me back first. Mm. I was like, ha, I fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> Casey was like, what's up, man? I was like, hey, dude. And so, anyways, I was like, you know this guy? Mm-hmm. I Snapchatted Ian. I was like, do you know this fucking guy? <laughs> he goes, yeah, that's Jackson with a laughy face. I said, he's a Nike athlete now. He's under me. <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of his like. I'm kind of his boss. His boss. Right now. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> You're his boss at school, and like, I'm not his really boss. Not really his boss, but I'm kind of like ahead of him. You know, one of his bosses, I suppose. Yeah. It was just kind of funny, like a small world type of thing. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. That's what weird. are the odds one of the guys that starts working at my store yeah. knows – what are the odds he knows them, let alone the same frat, let alone Casey's Little. as big? Yeah, yeah. It's, I was like, crazy. what are the odds? And he's one of my best friends. Both of these guys are some, like my best friends. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? That's crazy. I didn't know that Casey was the, the president he's of the his frat. He's the president of Pike right now. When did that happen? freaking crazy. What this is year. That? So he got elected. He's senior? He is, isn't he? Yeah. He got yeah. elected last spring and then um, – as soon as we graduated, or not graduated, but um, finished last year, yeah, it was effective immediately, basically, for him to become the president of Pike. So he's had, uh, needless to say, it's kind of been rough with everything with, going yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. So what are his like? What do you do as the president of a frat? Like, what are your job? What does your job Shut entail? Down Everything. <laughs> uh, he, we were playing poker one night. Yeah. He had to leave in the middle of it to go shut down a party. You're kidding. No. No. Well, oh, wow. so Indiana State's got a rule out right now with Greek life, and it's, I'm assuming, until all this COVID stuff's over with, it's going to be effective. Um, it's like 25 people or whatever. Okay. Um, in a house or in a mm. whatever. Yeah. And there's no parties because obviously Tough. COVID contracts yeah. a lot of people, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we had one and I got a phone call and they were like, Oh, we're here. And <laughs> something yeah. Pike and Casey heard they it. They said and, it was Caitlin yeah. and she said Pike mansion. Yeah. And I was sitting to your left and Casey was to my left. <laughs> and she's, you answered the FaceTime. She said, Pike mansion. And Casey said, what? <laughs> And got out of his seat immediately. Yeah, no Casey, way. Casey sprung up, and uh, Casey's a menace. He was, yeah. I mean, he kind of had to do it. It was kind of unfortunate, but yeah. As Basically, the, as the president, you can't let the pi- let let the fraternity look bad. 
in uh, the eyes okay. of the universe. He's got to keep their, their reputation up. Yeah, yeah and basically if well, Greek life was kind of on, because uh-huh. there's always a target on the back yeah, of yeah, Greek yeah. life, yeah, yeah. and for whatever reason, our president just has a desire to hate us, <laughs> has a deep hatred for yeah. all of Greek life. The Indiana State president, not the Pike president. Correct. Yeah. Indiana State president. Not Casey. Yeah. Not Casey. And uh, so... No parties are allowed, so he has to shut those down. He's kind of has he just runs like the day to day stuff. Yeah. Uh, Sundays we have chapter. He's mm-hmm. in charge. He runs that. Um, yeah. But back on the whole president, ISU president thing. Yeah. They shut down Greek life for two weeks. Mm. No way. Basically quarantining. I don't know what. I don't even know what it was. Yeah. It was a whole big thing. And, uh-huh. Um. And then they opened us back up, and mm-hmm. then we could kind of start doing stuff. Yeah. And then we had our initiations, because they pushed back our initiation for our summer class. Okay. Yeah. So they pushed that back a couple weeks, because um, the Friday that it happened, we were supposed to be doing our initiation. Okay. And then, so I think the that Wednesday, boom, everything got shut down. You can't can't have more than one person in the house you can't have this you can't have that you gotta wear like we still have to wear a mask inside our own house you're kidding no so yeah so inside the pike house you have to wear a mask dude that's insane um so we went through our initiation my my role i'm not gonna obviously get deep into it because it's you know ritual stuff but Mm -hmm. my role i had to have gloves a mask yeah and every person that went, I had to change out my gloves. I just got to keep my mask on the whole time because I would touch somebody and I'd walk them through and all mm-hmm. this stuff. So yeah. Gloves would have to change. Mask would have to stay on. It was a whole big thing. I mean, it really stayed pretty safe considering how it could have went. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, it's kind of crazy. And then they had one, one guy took a picture with 20 or 25 guys at a restaurant. He ended up getting the yeah. coronavirus a day or two later. Yeah. All 25 of them had a quarantine. Tough. And, like, they were, I think they said 80 to 90% of the quarantine yeah. and cases were through Greek life, so through sororities or through fraternities. Mm-hmm. But when you got 30 guys living in a house. Yeah. Or, because the way they do sororities there, it's, it's called a pod. Mm-hmm. So it's like a dorm room. Yeah but only for a specific sorority. Okay. So they all have their own dorm, basically. Mm-hmm. When you have them all together, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. And so, they, I don't know, it was kind of stupid. They shut us down. And... So COVID's been a pain in the butt for you, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially because my job as well with working yeah. with the intramural stuff, it's, mm-hmm. it's really hard to play softball and volleyball with a mask on. Yeah, that sucks. It's, it's super – it was yeah. surreal – Calling the, uh, you know the the varsity game last night between them and New Pal, it was so surreal to me to see how the bench is like spread out, mm-hmm. and they're not allowed to sit right next to each other. The stands are so empty. It's like so quiet half the time, and they're on the bench. They're still and they're spread from each other, and they're still having to wear masks. I'm like, it's so surreal to me. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I, I mean, they practice together. I know. Like <laughs> I don't understand. Every single day after school, they're practicing for two hours. Yeah. Some of the guys, I don't know if it's a rule anymore or not, but I know when we were in high school, we came in in the mornings. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure three, Dylan, yeah. three or so hours a day, yeah. if they can come in in the morning, Yeah. they are together. Uh-huh. 
So what is the point in them having to wear this mask? And plus, they go out to eat together after every game without masks on. Like I don't. It's. I don't. It's counterproductive, honestly. It's kind of a waste Uh of. Really, of energy for them. I agree. I think it's all just just to make it look good. And they don't have. Although I I am for like you know working retail right now during all of this i'm for masks that's yeah that's fine and i'm for keeping your distance but if you practice together each day yeah. what's the point in making them yeah. sit six feet apart and, and wear a mask during a game and on top like, of that i think that's dumb they didn't shake hands like you're not you can't shake hands after the game yeah, why stupid. i saw that in football yeah like why in football you guys are tackling each exactly other, on each other and yet you can't shake it's insane hands. I think I, that's stupid. it was the most in- ridiculous thing in the world to me how on the sidelines like, there would be people telling us to make sure... Like, they had little cones set up on our sideline that yeah. we had to stand at when we weren't in the game. That's dumb. To make sure that we were all spread out from each other. But like, I practice, practice with together. the guys you and guys tackle these guys. in a locker room every day. Five days a week with these yeah. guys. I'm within two inches of these fellas for yeah. hours a day. Like, what? Like, if you're yeah, gonna... Man. Like, that, there's no consistency is yeah, the thing that's no, annoying. Man. Exactly. Not, a lot of it doesn't make sense. I follow the stand-up comedian. His name's Tim Dillon. Here we go with Will and his He's comedians. like, I'm really into stand-up right now. <laughs> You've really been really into stand-up for the last a year, for year a and a half. Let, let, let me say this one thing. <laughs> let me say this one thing. I love to laugh. I love to laugh. You took words right out of my <laughs> mouth. See, and both of you laughed, and you had fun. I Dude, know. one of the best things in life. I've done a lot of thinking about this. And what what my what a lot of my values are, is to laugh. No, not the number one thing. Pull the mic real close to his mouth. Really top, really high on that list <laughs> is laughter. I don't think there is very much more that is better in life than a solid laugh. Okay. Think about it. When you're laughing, you are completely happy. Please back away about so, three inches from the mic. Some you are completely happy. Okay. Someone has made you like. Something is triggered in your brain to trigger a laugh, and nothing is better than a good, hearty laugh. Nothing's better than it. Okay. Gra- I love granted. it. Gra- I absolutely love it, which is why I've gotten to stand-up comedy. You're and not- I listen to podcasts all the time. And if anyone out there is listening, which I know we have about seven viewers right now. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> we, we listen not to true. the 10-minute podcast. We average around 23, by- all right? Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Listen to the 10-minute podcast hosted by Crystal Lee, Brian Collin, and Will Sasso. Crystal Lee and Brian Collin are stand-ups. Will Sasso is a very funny comedic actor. Listen to me. Crystal Lee is a pedo. Ian can vouch. They are – it's the funniest listen – it's the funniest podcast library listen you can ever have. Listen to it all. Trust me, Ian. Right? I I listened to the first 10 on the way home my last time I came into town. Yep. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's not smart to drive and listen to those things <laughs> because I was very concerned about my safety as a driver <laughs> because I was laughing so viciously at, wow. at the podcast. Thank you. There's nothing better in life than a laugh. I don't even disagree with you. That moment well, in a laugh, you are so happy that you something's making you laugh like that. And I love it. And it's so much fun. To be like that, which is why I love stand-up comedy. You should be a stand-up comedian. I can't do it. You should I've try thought stand-up. about it. I've thought. I feel I've, like you would be good at it, though. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've thought about it because I make a lot of people laugh. You I've do. made you're you guys fu- laugh a lot. You're a funny guy. You got dry humor. Thank you. I, I've thought about that. And I've actually been at work walking the footwear aisles of shoes and, like, what jokes would I say? Yeah, yeah. And they're just not funny. <laughs> And so I feel like if I had to make, if I had to plan a set and I had to plan an act, I couldn't do it. 
I feel like I it's kind of like a spur of the moment thing, which I'm sure if I worked at it, your game time. I'm You're sure if I worked guy. at it, I could be good at it, but I'm too late. Like a lot of guy, I mean, a yeah. lot of guys start I feel at you. my yeah. age, but they're broke for ten years until they finally start hitting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm I'm flying planes. I'm about to get my <laughs> private pilot's license. Like I'm not gonna start stand up comedy right now. Flying you know? planes. But I think it would be awesome to do stand up comedy and I love stand up comedy. Just, maybe not for a career. You just go to comedy clubs and just try it once and see. I think it would you be know awesome if you bomb if you mics. bomb, you bomb. But yeah. you know what? Do you guys do I'll you go. Think? I'll 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 laugh at every joke, even if I don't think it's funny. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you think I could do some stand up right now? Sure, man. Go oh, ahead. I have stuff written. Will did. I, I, I got a set. Right Will now. did say that he had some stuff in his notes for today's show. So well, yeah, Will. Go one ahead. of the things I wanted to maybe try. I was gonna do it at the end as a closer because I thought maybe I could make you guys laugh. Well, and if perfect. you laugh me and laugh into a mic so that so the people listening know, maybe I can try some stand-up comedy. Go ahead, brother. You really want me to? Well, you've got it pulled up. Uh, so you might okay. As well. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming out. Okay. So this is awesome. Thanks for coming to your local Mike and Stool and supporting open mic comedy. Thanks for coming out, guys. <laughs> Thanks for give yourselves a hand. Give yourselves a hand. Give yourselves a hand. Yeah. Thanks for coming out and supporting open mic comedy. So, if you guys don't know, I work at a Nike store, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> when you guys think of Nike, you probably think of like really nice shoes, hoodies, maybe like, you know, athletes like LeBron, Kobe. Kaepernick. You know, Kaepernick, Jordan. <laughs> but when I think of Ni- Nike and my job, you know, I think of Indians that smell like curry and leave their boxes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of fun. Hey. It never fails. That's not bad. It never fails. Yeah, that's not bad. It never fails. You know, set up in a punch. Set up in a punch. <laughs> you know, how about that aviation business, huh? How about it? How about it? Obviously, commercial airlines, they're seeing a really big dip in travel right now. But subsequently, the private jet business is booming. Also subsequently, private jet is the nickname I use for my penis. Let me tell you, (laughs) business is booming. (laughs) That's, first of all, I don't, that's some bullshit. I know that for a fact. It's a joke. It's a joke. Back away from the mic. Just a tad. It's there a joke. Okay. I forgot you had it turned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good joke. That was a pretty solid joke. Thank you. I stole it from uh, Andrew Santino, Bad Friends Podcast. Oh, you bastard. I stole it. I didn't write that. I can't take credit for that. Although it was very funny. You bad, I thought that was legit, you piece of shit. Yeah. No, but did you guys know that new chlamydia species were discovered deep under the Arctic Ocean? This wow. can only mean one thing. That Jamaican bastard crab is at it again. Under the sea. <laughs> it's from, it's from. <laughs> oh boy. from Little Mermaid. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> the under the sea really helped me out. All right, all right, all right. How about how about some crowd work? How about some crowd work? Okay. How about ahead, this guy dude. right here? This guy to my right. This yeah. guy Ian. Yeah. How about this guy? Yeah, you look like you ran a hundred yard dash in a ninety yard gym. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, guys. Thank you wow. for coming out. Thank you for coming out to your local mic and still That's all I got for you guys tonight. Peace. All right, let's just keep it clear here. Stick to your day job. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I, I mean, I mean, those jokes were, weren't bad, but they were unoriginal. I was gonna say they, they were. were they, they were, were stolen. Yeah. They were stolen. That's solid. I did it all for a podcast bit. They were <laughs> stolen. I can't take credit for those.
So they, they were probably good out of the original owner. Kind of like when someone that can't sing starts singing a song. It sounds a lot better when... Yes. You know, yeah. Well, you know, like I said, it. I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, and I heard something. I was like, that would be funny if I said it on the OC, <laughs> o, uh, WOC show. No, so I was like, no, uh, no, no, this is not going to happen. <laughs> no, so, no. Uh, that was my own joke. That one was my own that joke. That was good. This is not, I'm not going to allow you to slowly finagle your way into becoming a part of this okay. title of the show. But I'm glad I could give you guys a couple laughs there during, in the middle oh, of the I thought that was actually, that was I good. The, the jet, the, the jet, this, I, that was a really good That show. was a good That, that was, was a good hilarious. Joke. Good. Yeah, yeah. You delivered, Credit to Andrew Santino. Your delivery was really, really sad that it wasn't original. I know. Yeah, your delivery was wasn't, your delivery also wasn't bad. subsequently. Your delivery was not bad. I will agree. Thank you. That was, Thank that was, you. I have dreamt of being a stand-up. I would love to do it, but I don't think I could do it. It doesn't pay all that much, does it? Unless you're really good. If you get good. I mean, if you get passed at a comedy club, then it pays decent. Yeah. Uh, meaning you're a regular. Yeah, yeah Like yeah, a regular, yeah. like the com- the famous comedy store in L.A. or the Im- an improv or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, which you probably don't know about, but. It's the top 1%. I mean. The like, comedy stores where, like, Joe Rogan, you've heard of Joe Rogan. Yeah. That's where he works out. Yeah. You know, Burt Kreischer, Segura, I Bill heard, Burr. I they forgot all that Rogan was even a comedian. He, yeah, I know, because his podcast blew up so much. Yeah. But he's he's a comic first. And he was like a – he did martial he, arts too. So he, he's yeah. a pretty well-rounded He, he still does UFC stuff. He announces stuff. UFC yeah. stuff. I know, I know he does that. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I knew but he did martial even arts. Even on his podcast, he'll say, like, <clears throat> I'm a comic first. And, yeah. like, he has smart people on, but he's the first one to say, like, I don't know anything. He's like, I'm an idiot. I'm a comic. Mm-hmm. He's like, I just have smart people on my podcast. Yeah. You still watch yeah. the Rogan podcast? Not that often. Really? Not unless he has a really did, funny guest. Did you watch the Kanye when Kanye was on not. his podcast, bro? No, I did not watch that one yet. Most surreal thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Kanye really? is like another – he's he's like from, he's another species, bro. <laughs> he is a different specimen. The things that came out of this dude's mouth – Kanye looked good on that podcast? No, he looked horrible. Oh. He looked awful. He looked like he was from another planet. Really? Yes, this was before the election, and he was talking like – he, they were talking about like what it was not even like a Kanye musician. It was literally like Kanye promoting his campaign to be president, right? It was like Rogan, Rogan said it was, it was a good podcast. It was, it was a great podcast for all the most hilarious reasons. It was like two and a half hours. Oh, oh yeah, it was yeah. probably good because he had so many stupid things to oh, say. It, that yeah, exactly. No, I'm not even kidding you. Rogan was being very serious, and Rogan seemed impressed by Kanye. To which I don't understand, because I just looked at Kanye Probably and I thought, just by his arm, I thought I this is a guy who you know has some good intentions, but has no clue how to do anything that he's talking about. Because there was a question where Rogan asked him a legitimate question about being a president. He was like, he's really good at that. Yeah, he was he like, he, say. he's not smart. But yeah, he asks like legitimate. So questions. he was like, what would you do about like our conflicts, you know, overseas? Talking about like some countries and I don't remember the details. It's like some countries in the Middle East, like some issue. I don't. It might have been about oil. I remember Rogan so, talking about that and being like, well, I, I don't know anything about that, so I just rely on my cash. Yeah. He said, what would you do about these problems? Like, legit actual answer. Like, an answer that a presidential candidate should be able to what answer. To, Kanye to Kanye's response to this is probably – Kanye's, Kanye's response to this <laughs> is probably the funniest thing. Kanye literally looks at him, pauses for about five <laughs> seconds, and then he says – you know, here's the thing, man. I've never made a wrong decision in my entire life when I know all the information. He legitimately said, he said, you know, I would make sure, like, I don't know how to solve that problem, but I would make sure that I have all the best advisors in the world and I would make the right choice because in my life, I've never made the wrong choice when I have all the information in front of me. And then Joe, like, pressed him on the question. And then Kanye was, like, in the middle of a sentence. He was like, da, da, da. And then he literally paused, closed his eyes for, I'm not kidding you, 20 seconds. 
20 seconds, Kanye's sitting here like this. And then Kanye opens his eyes and he says, I'm, I kid you not. He opens his eyes and he says, I just said a prayer. And Joe's like, you said a prayer? Prayer? Kanye says, yeah, I just said a prayer right there. And Joe, dead serious. Joe, straightest look on his face. He says, why did you Why did you feel the need to say a prayer at that moment? And Kanye was just like, well, because we're talking about really serious issues. You know what I'm saying? And I, just, I feel like I need God's guidance to you know help what me. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I need God's guidance. First of all, okay, let me pause. You can't take was... anyone seriously if they say, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, no, but I'm not kidding. He legitimately was dead silent and like frozen in time. It looked like you could have paused the YouTube video. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. It legitimately, he was frozen in time like this for legitimately 15, 20 seconds and then just said, I just said a prayer right there. Like, just like mid sentence, bro. It was the most surreal thing I've you ever to seen. The whole thing? I didn't listen to the whole thing. I got there. Oh, that's funny. I listened to the last hour and a half of it. I was up, uh, my friend. I went over to my friend Johnny Moncrief's house and I met up with him and Matt Torres and they had it playing when I got That's there and I watched funny. the end of it. OG. It was the funny, yeah, OG Moncrief, man. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. But the, the thing I like about Joe Rogan is he can take something like that and make it serious and kind of make mm-hmm. it like into a good yeah. thing. Like, like if that was me. He doesn't really was... use his podcast for comedy, no, even like though he he's actually a comic. He, makes he, it a, it's yeah. completely serious. Yeah. Even when he had Chappelle on, mm-hmm. well, it was Donnell Rawlings. Chappelle hopped in, and I listened to the part when Chappelle hopped in, and it's the most famous, it's the best comedian in the world, Dave Chappelle, yeah. and he doesn't even really make it comedic. Uh-huh. It's all, like, serious talk. Because I feel like sometimes with, like, <clears throat> well, it's like comedians or like comedic actors. So like with somebody like Will Ferrell or with somebody like oh, I wish Kevin Hart. On, oh I do too. Gosh, so like if so- had Kevin Hart on, but Kevin Hart I know. doesn't talk comedy. But yeah, and that's I love my, it but when the, they well, talk comedy. That's my Kevin point. Hart talks with business with somebody like Kevin Hart, somebody who almost all the time that you're seeing Kevin Hart, he's being a funny guy. He's trying to make people laugh. He's in a, he's yeah. he's in an instance where he's being paid money. To try and make people laugh, to be funny, to make yeah. jokes at his own expense, be like, "Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm black and I'm little." Like that's his thing, that's his <laughs> shtick. When you get him in a conversation, sometimes I think it's even he's even more interesting when you're just talking to him and none of that matters, and you're just talking, having a normal conversation with him as a dude, because that's not a side of the, uh, somebody like Kevin Hart that you get to see often, because that's not in his job description. If you were to have like, if you were to have Will Ferrell on. And have it not necessarily be, and, and have it not be a comedic podcast. I would find that so interesting. Because when was the last time you saw a serious interview with Will Ferrell where he's not cracking jokes? True. Never. I know he's on. If you see that part of Will Ferrell, you'd be like, "Holy crap!" Will yeah. Ferrell is more than I just the guy from Step Brothers. He's never done a podcast. Like, dude, that'd be amazing. Like, that's. Yeah. I think that's what's interesting about Brogan. Because sometimes with people, you you get to hear their views or a side of them that they don't get to show in their careers, especially with comedians or like with scientists. Like he had Neil deGrasse Tyson on, deGrasse Tyson on, on for so many times, and I'm like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I'm like, he's amazing. He's so smart and like he's very articulate. very very articulate with his words, and he's cool, man. He's he's cool. Yeah. And I remember Joe asked him a question one time about like God. He's like, Why are you an atheist? And um, Neil said, I'm not an atheist. Like I'm open to the existence of God. I would say I'm agnostic. The only thing is for you, for me to believe I need evidence. And there's just none of that. And that was his thing. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't agree, but I can, I can understand that yeah, point of view. You can understand it. Like and that's that, a thing with Christians is like, you believe the Bible and you believe that, yeah. it's, that, that it's evidence enough. And that's mm-hmm. very credible. And yeah. that's why Christians believe what they believe mm-hmm. because they believe the Bible. Yeah. But as him, he, he doesn't think it's credible enough. And yeah. So, 
Which which is why I think we're missing a piece as Americans, which is why which is where you, what you just said I agree, or I disagree, but I'm interested yeah. in hearing what you have to say. Exactly, and he was super cool about it. Like he said, like people always, he said like people always like talk about him on Facebook to like talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson or like say like like talking about him like he's this atheist. And he said everybody labels me an atheist, but I'm not. He's open like to I'm the like idea. yeah. He's like I'm like if somebody shows me evidence <clears throat> that God is real, yeah. Yeah, then I'm willing to that I'm willing to look <clears throat> at that possibility. I'm all about finding the truth. I'm all I'm all about facts and knowing th- and learning things for sure. The only reason he doesn't believe in a God for sure is because he just doesn't think there's enough evidence for him to be convinced and versus look, for you and me. Like there, there isn't definitive evidence, but we just have that faith. Right. Look, I look, understand that's, his that's point why of view. they call it faith. Exactly. That's why they call it believing in yeah. something. That's why I understand that point of view though. And like, it's interesting uh-huh, to hear that side. I, I, yeah. Right, Cause you can't right, talk right. to like, you can't talk at least I for myself. I don't think you can write off. I don't think you yeah. complete, can completely write off an opinion. Yeah. That someone say that someone's mm-hmm. that completely intelligent. Like, yeah, they're really oh, he's really smart. So much smart. He's smarter than all three of you any three of us will ever write them be. Off, but that's why yeah. they call it a faith. Exactly. And that's why they call it believing yeah. in something. Well, and that's the thing too with a lot of problems going on right now, like mm-hmm. even coronavirus. Yeah. Let's just go with that as the most basic example. People don't believe a certain thing because they haven't been affected, yeah. or they haven't <clears throat> seen it happen to them, mm-hmm. and they can't take like if Will came up and told me, "Hey, this happened," I wouldn't believe it because I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, and and that happens a lot, mm-hmm. and people are not open-minded enough to yeah, uh, like to trust Chris. You come to me, say something, and I'm not open-minded enough to believe yeah. what you're saying. Uh huh. And I think that's a, that's I mean honestly a big problem that we have right now mm-hmm. is it's toxic. There's there's just so many things going on especially yeah. in the country with problems and it's like people the think, election just happened and all yeah. that storm is yeah hopefully blown over but probably not probably not yeah and it's just kind of wild how everything's going it's like yeah and to quote one of my favorite christmas movies <laughs> judy from the santa claus seeing isn't believing believing, believing is seeing, seeing. <laughs> okay people don't come to the north pole people don't people don't believe in santa because they, they, they see, like, what's because that? They, no one sees Santa. Exactly. But they still believe in him. But you believe because it's faith. You, you be- have faith You have in, faith in Santa. In your belief. <laughs> Santa's 100% real for any little children listening. If you say Santa is not real, <laughs> I will jump you right now. Like a spider monkey. Yeah, like a spider monkey. Like from Talladega Nights. I can't take credit for that joke. That's from Talladega Nights. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. So, so far through this podcast, we've learned that Will is not good at zombies. I'm a joke thief. He can't create his own joke. Yeah. And he's even worse at zombies when he is two bottles of wine deep. So, Chris, on to the next section. All right. Uh, (laughs) Ian, you you come to us uh, on this fine Saturday evening. Uh, You came from watching your your little brother, Gavin. It's Saturday. It is Saturday. You you came from watching your little brother Gavin playing uh, uh, his basketball game. Uh, the Greenfield Central Cougars had their game against Speedway today, uh, tonight. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Yeah, just keep going. Okay. We'll, we'll just act like that's where I came from. <clears throat> Were you he not? He came from his girlfriend. No, I came from. Christmas. Oh, I thought yeah, you went they, to Gavin's game. No, they had a so. Oh, with, he said you were at the game. I apologize. I thought I was gonna be at the game. That's oh. what I was and originally then, told. Um, and he texted me today that um, where he was. And yeah. I, I guess I okay, my yeah. mistake. My so because you were gone all Will's, day. Will's mistake. Will's mistake. You were gone all day, so I couldn't tell you. You could have texted me, but you know. As why would I text you that? As because why wouldn't you? Because why would I? 
All right, Ian, go ahead. Let's go to the podcast. <laughs> Will should have relayed that information. Yeah. But on a side note, yes. Hey, I was... just a heads up. Just a heads up. He's not at the ball game. He's at his girlfriend's. Why would I text that? <laughs> Why would I text that? Shut up, Will. Just shut, just shut up. Just shut up. Just shut your mouth. Why would I text that? Shut your mouth up about it. Okay, shut up. Ian, continue. So I was at I was at the uh, family Christmas. <clears throat> they have um, the counties surrounding, including us, okay. and surrounding have turned red. Ooh. Okay. Um, which means so Hamilton County, which is where Speedway's at, yeah. has turned red, which means okay. that it's parents only. Gotcha. So even if <laughs> even if I had been back in town in time, I wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. Um, but gotcha. So instead, I did end up going with gotcha. uh, Savannah to her family. So. Well, regardless of that, your little brother did play a game tonight against. He Speedway. did. They caught the dub. They did. They advanced yes. to three and two. Um. What do you think about the what about what do you think about GC basketball this year? What do you think about uh what do you think this team's ceiling is? I don't know. I mean I don't mean to put you in a tough spot, but I do. No, so. no, it's I mean that's what, <laughs> that's what I came here for, you know. I came here for the tough questions. We you know? ask the hard hitting questions over here yeah. at the WOC show. <laughs> it's not you say that one more time, I'm gonna slap you across the <laughs> you schmuck. Um So I mean I've only been to one game in person. Yeah. Um I've watched. Which the, game was that? It was the their opening night. Okay, Garen Catholic. Uh, Garen Catholic, yeah, yeah. which, ah, man, I don't know. Garen I was mean, a better team. I think. Garen, yeah, Garen was definitely. They played a lot better than I expected. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, they, granted, there's only. F- I've only watched three yeah. games really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't really like closely watched them. I've kind of had them yeah, on yeah, the background, mm-hmm. especially with this last week finals and all that stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Um. And schoolwork, but whatever. So, I mean, I haven't, like, religiously been watching the games. Yep. But from what I've watched, they honestly are better than I thought. I would agree. Um, I would say, yeah. Especially with their lack of size. Yeah. I mean. That's the biggest thing they've done for sure. Their big for the majority of the game is Joey, who is. Which is insane to me. Who is yeah. my height. Joey is your height. Joey plays center I mean, for them. So wait, what's the starting lineup? Starting lineup. It's, it's Moles, Gavin. It's Dylan, Lester, Gavin, Lester, Will Roland, Van Dyne, and Joey. And WVD. The first game of the first no. game of the season, Caleb McIntyre started at center, but Joey stole a spot. Caleb. <laughs> fun fact, Will. Fun fun fact. Um, actually, I don't know if I should t- say this on. Don't say it. I'm not gonna say. I'll it. say this. I'll say, I'll say this much. That. I'll tell you after the show. We'll say it first, off air. I've always wanted. We'll say, to say it off that. air. Yeah. First game of the season, <laughs> Joey. Podcasts I listen to, I've always wanted to say. I'll tell you off. All right, Will. Joey played an incredible game against Gary. He Catholic. did. He played well. He, I mean, he had, he, I think, like 12 and 7. He brought the juice. I mean, he was That's 12 for 12 from the free throw line. 12 which, for 13. He missed 12, one. Yeah, he did. He did miss the yeah. front end of a one. He, 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 he had 12 points and did not hit a single field goal. They were all on free he throws. Was, and Joey, was, yeah. Joey is typically a high hack a shack in him. Joey, no, he just went. He, the, he just went to the bucket. Incredible. And Joey, tip, Joey typically is a high sixties, low seventies free throw shooter. He just got real lucky. He'll yeah, never shoot was, that well again in his life. It was life incredible. From the it was and, insane. And I mean, obviously, I'm gonna have a bit of a bias with Gavin being my yeah. brother. Yeah, but no, I think he might be the best player on that team. He's playing. He's playing really at a well. very high level. He's just efficient. For, yeah, I'm very efficient. I mean, the way – when I've been watching, granted, again, being the brother, yeah, the older brother, yep. I expect every shot to go in. Uh-huh. And about six or seven out of ten times, that shot's going in. I mean, yeah. he's shooting at a pretty high clip. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, 
he's just worked so hard. Yeah, he's been over, in the gym a lot over the off season mm-hmm. with the very limited off season that they had. Yeah, he, him, and Dylan, they worked mm-hmm. every day. I mean, there were days I'd be coming home from work. Him, Dylan, and Braden, they'd be out in the in the uh, driveway, just playing one on one, continuous one on one between the three of them. Mm. And yeah, I mean, there there'd be days <laughs> where they would be at it, and yeah, Braden being the younger. I mean, he's a JV player right now as yeah. a freshman. Yeah. Being the younger, I could see the frustration and see it yeah. building. And yeah. I will say seeing what happened to him last year must have been super frustrating for the family and Gavin especially. Gavin, yeah. Him coming back from – so he's like starting and he gets injured and then comes back. Had a good start plays. to the season. How many did he have against Beach Grove? Like He played like, well. Like 18? Played well against Beach Grove. Yeah. He like let him – him and Dylan like let him in scoring against Beach Grove. Yeah. And then he came back from that injury well against... and like barely played or whatever. And yeah. he talked to me about that. That reminded me a lot about my sophomore year with uh, Tate and Chandler and Carrill and all those guys playing seniors ahead of me. Yeah, Tate, Carrill, Chandler. But then Dre kind of taking my spot. And I played a decent amount as the sixth man. Blake, Dre, and Blake, Josh. yeah. Um, I played a decent amount as the sixth man, but yeah. we thought that I should have played more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminded me a lot about Gavin's situation. Yeah. <clears throat> um. And, and then I worked with him in that off season, mm-hmm. tried to fix his shot so he wouldn't like yeah. take it from the left, dip, his left yeah. hit. Kind of Lonzo ball it. He kind of Lonzoed it, yeah. Yeah, we tried to fix that. And yeah. he really, he was so willing to learn. And I'm not a freaking know-it-all in basketball. I mean, I was a good player, but I, I was a really good shooter. You were fundamentally sound. I was very fundamentally sound. You would make sound. a good coach one day. You would. Thank you. I don't like basketball anymore, so I would never coach. Maybe one day it'll come back. Maybe though. one day it will. I'll, yeah. hire, I think, you. I'll I like, hire you on my staff. Thanks, man. <laughs> I like to think I was I, – I think I, I when I worked with Gavin, he was always super willing to learn. He was always yeah. – uh, he was always really, really, really worked hard at trying to improve. Mm-hmm. He was like, "What can I do? How can I stop this dip?" Because he actually reached out to me first, and he was like, "I know." I remember it's when this down happened. Release. He told he me about like, it. I know it's slowing down my release. How did you shoot, and how can I fix it? And yeah. so he was really open to hearing how I how I shot and yeah. how he, I could fix his shot. Because yeah, I remember <clears throat> one. I think it was freshman and sophomore year. Your shot changed a lot. It did because Bennett changed yeah, yeah. your shot form. Bennett, I remember that. You, Bennett, you almost yeah. had kind of the same little thing where you kind of dipped it a little bit down and I brought did, it up, yeah. and then I, I you came back and it was it was elite. Yeah. I mean, it was quick and yeah. got it off I fast. Got go, it off a lot. Release was faster. So I didn't go from the left hip like Gavin did, but I did dip it to my chest. Yeah, it was more go, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I did the same thing. And so I, that's something I actually told him. I was like, this is something I had to go through. Like you have to change your shot. Mm-hmm. Like you have to just your release has to be up high. It can't be from your forehead. Like your release has to be up yeah, top. And the thing that helped him too was strength training. I mean, he was I'm sure. Yeah, he was told in, us Nolting really changed his strength. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, I mean, Nolting in the I, weight room, he he makes a difference. He's changed a lot um, as just as an athlete since. I mean, I come back and I can tell a difference. Mm-hmm. Honestly, in both of them, not Braden with yeah. strength, but. Every time I come back, he grows an inch or two, and I'm like, "Jeez, mm-hmm. dude, when are you gonna stop?" Cause, yeah. I mean, shit, he was taller than me when I was 13, or when he was 13. <laughs> yeah, you you really literally got the short end of the stick there, Doug. Yeah, dude, I capped. Yeah. About <laughs> seventh grade, I capped, and I I was like, okay, I'm the t- tallest guy on the team beside of you in seventh grade. I I got promises here. My uncle's six eight. We <laughs> have a chance. Six eight. We got a I shot. I mean, my dad, he's nothing taller than you know 
five five ten on a yeah, very great a day. day. So I'm like, all right, you know, maybe I'll have some of the some of the Byram height, which is my mom's side, but no, oh, no, we got. I got stuck with the Robertson curse, which was you got the you got the nose and the hair. I got baby. you got well, the, the nose and the hair. The nose comes from both sides. It comes from both sides. I had no I had no chance with the nose. Wow, really? Wow. And oh man. Anyone that's met my extended family knows that uh, knows. No pun intended. Yeah. No pun intended. They know that there was absolutely zero chance for any of us that looked like any resemblance of the immediate family. Yeah. That we had any chance Uh of not having a nose. Uh Because it's just. It's uh, it's passed down from generation to generation. Nothing you can do. Simply nothing you can do. It's a a dominant trait, you know? A very. I mean, it's more dominant than than dark hair. I mean, it's just. Yeah. It just hits us. It really does. <laughs> hits you like a brick wall, baby. Yeah. It like you're it. running a 100-yard dash in a 90-yard gym. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> but to bounce. Bam. Whammy. To bounce back off Whammy. of that. Whammy. Um, Anchorman 2. Stole that from David Keckner. That's from Anchorman that. 1 as well. But That's Anchorman 2. Wham. All right. Continue me. Bounce back to the basketball <laughs> thing. Braden's playing well as well. Has um, he? I haven't watched enough JV. Yeah. I've watched. The J- I honestly kind of watched the JV more intently just because mm-hmm. him being a freshman playing, I think, with only sophomores aside of one other freshman, just kind of seeing how it goes with him. He's yeah. he's still trying to find his role on that team. And that's hard as a freshman. And because, yeah. I mean, he went from Very being hard. from yeah. being the guy yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the time they went to him, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's definitely difficult for it's him. It's an adjustment, yeah. yeah. To kind of adjust, which looking at the varsity depth, I kind of think he's the next best guy up, just because they need height. Well, yeah, the thing is, the thing but, with Braden is like, I mean, he's playing JV as a freshman this year, which is huge because he needs that experience. Because next yeah, year, it's a I really mean, good start. Next year, I mean, he's he's ne- next year he's going to be the second tallest guy on the entire team. Yeah, because <laughs> Caleb and Will Van Dyne are both graduating. Your tallest player is going to be Lester. And then your second tallest player is going to be him. Actually, right. if he's he may be tall. He's as tall he as Lester. Is. He's probably yeah. taller. He's six two. Now. Um. So I mean, at that point, what you're probably I mean, that point. I mean, next season, I see the lineup probably Dylan Gavin. Or uh, yeah, Dylan Gavin Lester, Joey will probably start, but they may not play Joey at the five. Who knows? I mean, Joey's still not a five to me. He's like he's not a five. No. Joey's well, an unreal athlete. He's really dude. strong, but he's not a five. Yeah, he's he's an unreal athlete. With good bunnies, he's a three, but he's, he's maybe a four. Yeah, just because of how the strong th- he is, but he's not a five. The yeah. thing with that team is though, depending on who shoots better between Braden or Joey, because mm-hmm. I am, I would imagine that those four plus Braden will be the start. Braden will outshoot Joey every day of the week. Yeah, Joey so I could, shoot. I could almost see Braden being out because they run that four out one guy. Yeah, they run that four has out one. Your end. brother moved his shot up to his Braden? above his head yet? Yeah, it's getting there. He's also not strong enough yet he needs to but he's especially okay so this is when your brother did his it. shots changed too. adjust the mic your so brother, move it a little more towards you your there brother you has, that's better yeah this is when your brother did it. this is when i did it this is when Braden needs to do it if he wants to have a good sophomore year he needs to move his shot up right now yeah yeah and gavin can help him i think because he knows yeah, gavin knows i helped the basics gavin, pretty much yeah he should know the basics he gavin should help him he needs to move his shot up going into next year yeah, I mean, just watching, just based off of the stuff that we know from the three years we had of good coaching, 
Uh-huh. And then, you know, how well, last year went. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was as far from good coaching as it could ever be. But, yeah. Ooh. Um, Shot. No. I don't. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, as Lizzo says, truth hurts. But um, <laughs> we'll keep going. Um, so Man. from the three, years, I digress. You're not you're yeah. not preaching to anybody who disagrees with you here. Oh, I know. So, I digress. From the three years of good coaching we had, there's a lot that I've seen just watching the live streams. Of, yeah. There's a little thing here, a little thing there. Uh-huh. That if these guys can add that, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, they'll be they'll become a ten point team. Like different, yeah. Yeah. difference. Yeah. I, I mean, there's just so many things where. They can get their shooters open because mm-hmm. Lester's been shooting from a good, pretty good clip. Lester's been shooting unimaginably well for him, and, and I don't know if he can contain. I mean, he's he's a good enough shooter, but right? I mean, it's a small sample. His clip size. has been nutty for the first chunk of this season. Adam Lester, yes, and even Van Dyne's yes, he's been well. his efficiency is unreal. He was like. He's like six for eight through the first three games. That's incredible. To yeah. Me. Now I don't think knowing he... what I know of what he used Hold to on. do. Let me see. That is incredible. That's what I'm saying. Lester went from being and he before I mean before the New Pal game he was oh, averaging before the New Pal game he was averaging he almost eleven miles. points per game. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Well, I need more. before the New Pal game he was averaging ten point seven points per game. I'm right, Lester. Tall. It takes a lot to fill this box. <laughs> and then <laughs> last night. He kind of bogged his da- averages down a little bit, I think. He shot, like, if I can find the stats. I can't imagine Adam Lester shooting a high clip. That's just crazy. Yeah, he, you can tell Nothing against shot, the kid. Dude. I love Austin, and you I can, love Adam. But man, it, it runs in the family. You can Austin's tell that he's well, Austin was shot. a good shooter. He had a, he had a clip. Adam never, Adam never had what Austin had. Give me the doc. Adam's changed his shot a lot as well. Really? His shot's not as dippy. Okay. It's still ugly as hell, and it I'll tell him that to his face. I was going to say. It used to be a lot. I'll I'll still tell him that right now. I mean it's I mean it's not the prettiest, Austin, but it goes all, in. Okay. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. But if it, it goes, goes in, in it goes yeah, in. it goes in. I was gonna say Austin always had a way better shot than his brother. His shot was pure. Lester yeah. has him. Lester for me, yeah, I would say right now at this point, Lester for me is the most surprising thing along with Joey playing the five because Lester went from being last season a guy who averaged maybe like nine points a game on JV yeah. on not very good shooting numbers to now averaging about 10, 11 a game on really good shooting as the third guy behind Dylan and Gavin. I mean, Which, he benefit. I think he benefits a lot from Dylan and Gavin getting a lot right. of attention. But even with that being said, he's making teams pay for it. He, I mean, that's a, that's a huge role. That's you, the, yeah. Every team has to have that he, guy to make you pay so for far, it for paying too much attention. So to far through this season, he's definitely, I think, most improved from last year. He looks like a completely oh, different player. Yeah. Adam Lesser? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too, that can frustrate young guys, kind of like Braden. Yeah. Kind of like with JB right now is uh, Kirkoff. When your team isn't as good on the JV level as mm-hmm. it is at the varsity level, Yeah, it's very frustrating because I've, mm-hmm. I've seen – multiple plays where Kirkhoff has been coming off a screen and throwing the ball where somebody should be that mm-hmm. would know on the varsity level. Yeah. But they're just not there yet just mm-hmm. because, I mean, those kids aren't smart enough yet. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a reason why they are in JV. Mm-hmm. They're still trying to grow and still trying to progress. Uh-huh. And it's it's kind of frustrating as a young guy to be like, okay, well, yeah, I can't throw this pass now, mm-hmm. but you know in the back of your mind that it's there. Yeah. And that I think that's kind of something that Adam got stuck into last year. Yeah. Was I mean the majority of the guys he played with last year are still on JV this year. The JV last year was, you know, as somebody who unfortunately was a part of it, the JV last year was just kind of a dumpster fire. 
None, there wasn't really any chemistry. None of us fit together. And I think Coach Mullins knows a ton about basketball. But I don't think Coach Mullins is amazing at teaching it to guys who aren't intuitive with it. Like, I remember D, like Will DeJarnett, for example, right? He played JV last year. And I think through the course of the season, Will DeJarnett got worse. And I love DeJarnett, but I think he got worse. And I think it's because a lot of times he would make a mistake. Like, he'd throw a turnover, he'd take a bad shot or something like that. And instead of, like, coaching him up, he would get yelled at and railed at and have his confidence obliterated. So many of these kids are mental now too. Yeah. Dude. And that's one thing with, that I've been pe- preaching with Braden is like, get your confidence up. Yep. Yeah. If you act like you're, even if you're not, if you act like you're the best player, mm-hmm. obviously you don't walk around cocky yeah. with like your head and shoulders above everybody. But if yep. you act like you're the best player and you yep. act like there's no one on that other team that can beat you, mm-hmm. eventually your shots will start going in. Yeah. You'll start mm-hmm. rebounding. You'll start out hustling. Yeah. And that's one thing at the JV level that you need. Yeah. Because the guys that can excel at the JV level and that can mm-hmm. show that confidence. Yeah. Meredith won't have a problem throwing them in in varsity yep. game mm-hmm. and knowing yep. that they'll hit a shot. Yeah. And, let me, and let me say from experience as a former JV player, like that's the big thing is confidence. Like that's the one of my regrets from high school. I don't have many regrets. One of my regrets from high school is not having more confidence going yeah, into senior years. year and just take being more selfish. Yeah. Um, but I remember one of the reasons I started dressing freshman year is because I just had that confidence. You start shooting, and if you're a good shooter, they're going to go in. A decent percentage of them is going to go yeah. in, and the varsity right. coach is going to notice. And you're going to start dressing varsity, which I know Braden's doing. And then going into sophomore year, He's going to be ready to play, or he's going to be ready to get at least some time. Mm-hmm. And so I know that's a big thing. One of my big regrets is not having bigger self-confidence because I know Lewis was very intimidating figure for us. <laughs> he was very intimidating, and I was very intimidated that, uh, like, if I missed a shot, that he would be upset with me. Ian, you answer it. I don't. <sighs> you don't answer Chase Roberts was just calling yeah, us, Chase trying Roberts. to interrupt us. No, but I agree. I agree with you. I think. All right, here we go. Sap was very intimidating. Or <laughs> oh, Lewis man, was answer. very intimidating. Yeah. Call him back. Yeah, call him back. Lewis, put if, put put your phone near the mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make sure that if he answers. Yep, 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 yep. Sap. Front of the mic. Front of the mic. You're still on the OC show. I am. You're live right now, Chase. I was, li- I was literally, I was quite literally going to ask what you spoke about on the OC show. We're still talking. Currently about talking about Greenfield basketball. Oh. <laughs> That's a conversation I wish I could have joined. <laughs> if you had to wrap it up in a minute, hit it with me right now. Are we talking? What are we talking about? If you had to wrap Greenfield Central basketball up in one minute, what would you say? Current day. Current day, right this second. Uh, it's a damn forest fire. <laughs> Okay, that was five seconds. No minute needed. Okay, so let's go with let's go with some throwback GC. Hit it. Hit me with that. Throwback GC. Yep. Ian Robertson is sneaky athletic. Uh, well, for, we could get that out of the way now. Ian Robertson is <laughs> sneaky athletic. You're not the first person uh, I've heard that from. There will never be another Yam. <laughs> it's true. There will, never, there will never be another Austin Lester. That's true. It's uh, gonna be it's gonna be hard to leave two of your uh, 
top six on the bench. But all right, keep, <laughs> keep say, it going. As many as many twenty point games as Adam Lester wants to put up, it doesn't matter. He'll never live up to the legacy that his brother left behind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. Adam wow. may be Adam may have scored more in each of his varsity appearances than Austin scored in his entire career. <laughs> but he will never live up to the legacy that he left on and off the court. Wow. It's very wow. true. The the legacy left from the Robertson and Lester clan elder yeah. was it was absolutely incredible. I mean and here's the, what I'm gonna say. <laughs> you know, Gavin especially. While Gavin, you know, I don't mean to throw anyone under the bus, but Gavin, pretty clearly the best player on the current day team. Wow. Clearly, um, he says. You know, he can put up as many 30-point performances as he pleases. <laughs> he, he could drop. He could break the damn school record for points in the game, which, might I add, is currently held by Jan Robertson with 81. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Still have uh, that tweet saved to the day. Uh, Still my Twitter header, I think. I was going to say, is it your header? I believe. Oh, wow. Funny. It doesn't matter what Gavin does. I mean, he could, he could score 2,000 points. He will never live up. That's the thing. He's basically working for nothing. He's working for nothing. <laughs> He's working towards a goal that can never be reached. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And next year, you're going to have two Robertsons on the court. That's going to be dangerous. Yeah, but... And I'm going to tell you this. The two together, even. <laughs> the two together can't, can't even make up for a quarter of what was lost. When <laughs> you walked away... When Ian Robertson walked to the stage on June 3rd, 2018. <laughs> wow. It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. And that's, Chris, that's what I want you to title this episode of the podcast. It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. <laughs> I'll do it. It's a damn shame. I think I won't do it. I'll do it. And I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> it's the last thing you're going to tell us. Last thing. Last thing you're going to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Make it uh, good. You know, me and Chris were talking a few weeks ago about the Greenfield Central All Decade Squad. We were. We were. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'll have you know that my All Decade Squad. Would you like to hear it? Please give it to us. I'll put it on blast. I have no problem with it. <laughs> my All Greenfield Central All Decade Squad. Was Chandler Bean? Yep. Solid. Will O'Connor? Yep. Tate Hall? Yep. Kirill Shulman? Yep. And Ian Robertson? <laughs> <laughs> and good night. Oh my god. Now I'm just gonna be straight he, up. He, he, I'm like Kirill above Blake? He actually, okay. He's no, missing we, Mr. Edwards and Mr. Mullins and Parky. Oh 
We no no decade ten decade years. decade okay so we okay, okay so we okay. did talk I about said this. all time so, 2010 no. to 2020 so we talked about this we okay. his actual lineup is the same four and then instead of, you were you were not the starting center that's I think okay he had Lane Farrell that's okay is that his name Lane he had Farrell a hell of a year Lane Farrell at the five yeah. and let me tell you and he year. he had it picked out and he asked me to give my list and I said okay point guard I'm gonna go Chandler Bean he said okay Chandler I I have that too I said all right shooting guard. Will O'Connor, he said, obvious. I said, absolutely. He said, sm- I said, small forward, gimme Tate. He said, all right, same as me. I said, power forward, I'm gonna go Kirill. He said, all right, and then the I power said, power forward, and I said Lane. But then I switched it. I said, you know what? Being that Tate is about what six seven, I'm gonna say I'm gonna yeah. put Tate at the four, and then put Kirill at the three. But we had yeah. the same lineup just in a different order. But we, but I put, I actually. Tate- Tate I said Lane too. Tate I, played the four. Yeah, and and I think he and I think I think that I think that roster is perfect. Oh because my gosh! You've got Chandler is like Chandler was not a he was the perfect point guard for a team with scores. Distrib- oh gosh, he was yeah. a great at getting in the lane and distributing the ball. Chandler was really good at driving. The shooting and on that wing is unreal with between you Tate and Kirill. Uh-huh. So that's Trey balls all day. Oh my gosh! Tate and Kirill was a great defender tenacious defender he was really good you were a solid enough defender you i wasn't could gu- great you could guard most twos though i would say and I then could. and yeah, then yeah. tate was big enough that his size would he would be bigger than every power forward he played against oh, in yeah. high at the high school level at least yeah, yeah yeah and then at the five that lineup is perfect because lane he was just so big and athletic he was lo- so long he was long lanky athletic strong had he good could dunk easily he was i mean Look, I thought about putting Brian at it, but for most the, athletic player on the team yeah, was Lane that no, year. No disrespect to Brian. Ever, I mean, Brian, if he if he listens to this, you my freshman, we're an hour twenty yeah. minutes in. I doubt he'll make it this far. Yeah, but but Brian, no disrespect. I love you to death. I know. But Lane was just a man, just just a oh menace. my gosh, just dude. a menace, dude. Um, my freshman year, I I dressed varsity. Yeah, we I was on the bench for that varsity game. We played Mount Vernon where they had Shepard and Ertle and I all remember, those guys. Yeah, dude, Lane surprised the fuck out of them yeah they were like who the heck is this guy mm-hmm. he's such he was, a good athlete he was suspended for whatever reason yeah. i can't remember I what i can't remember what but then he came back and he dropped like 20 on him mm-hmm. they were like who the heck is they this guy him, dude and then, they uh, had no film on the guy and in a roster so they had no idea who he was a, he popped a, up out of nowhere and dropped 20 and on a roster like that you have a yeah good, with shooters you and have, a point you, guard. You need, it's nasty. He's down there holding down the post defense, being oh, the yeah. guy cleaning up the boards. Oh, plus sure. you've got so much height. There's not a guy in that roster under Chandler's what? How tall is Chandler? He, My height, five, five nine. nine. He's five nine. Okay, outside of Chandler, every single other person on that roster is six four and above. Carrillo is six four, wasn't he? Six three, six four. Basically, they were good. Six two, six three. Okay, and then there's six, you two. at six six. Tate at like six seven. I'm six five. And Lane, oh, six, you're six six. No, I'm six five. Six five, six, six, six. Either in. way. No, no, no. I'm, I'm six five on a good day without shoes. Uh, I'm good. That's good. You're good now. Okay. Yeah. He's trying to plug. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I mean. I gotta grab us. But me and yeah, me and without telling me who his list, who his uh, top five was, me and me and uh, Chase had the exact same starting five all decade team. And then I think my bench was like, my bench I think I had Dallas Pribble at point, Dylan. Although I don't know, I I, I kind of assumed that Dylan's gonna be there by the time he's done. Probably. And then I think I had. I think I had Matt on my bench, I think I had Brian on my bench at, at the five, and then, I don't remember who my four was. 
it, it was Blake. It was Blake. So my it was like my starting five was that, and then my bench I think was Dallas. It was Dallas, Brian, Matt, Blake, and who was my shooting guard? I just said it. Um, who am I forgetting? Dylan. So I, I, I mean. That's assuming Dylan continues to to improve. I mean, he's played yeah, he's one not season. Getting, he's not getting used correctly. He's not a point guard. I don't think he's a point guard either. But um, he's. I think he's overall their best ball handler. I, that's what I was gonna say. So he's, I think he's being put into that position. He's he's not a point guard. Yeah. But I can't really fault anyone at it. Uh-huh. Like I can't co- fault Coach Meredith because mm-hmm. there's no one else. That it's is the a point same guard. thing that Will had. It's Will had to do the same thing. He was. That, right, that yeah. he had to play point his last two seasons because he was the best one at the Granted, the ball. he had two point guards on the bench with me and Lester. But that's, that's that is true. besides hey, the fact. Point gods, I think you mean. Point <clears throat> gods. Um, but to go off of that, I mean, the two ball handlers that are dominant on that team is Gavin and, and Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. And, I mean, no no knock to any other guy on that team, but there yeah. just isn't another – there isn't a true point guard. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, they don't have anybody – because if they had a true point guard – that team would be tough because mm-hmm. they could run their little four out one in. They could run yeah. their little pick and roll up top. It'd be so much easier to get Dylan shots. As he wouldn't have to be giving the ball up. He'd be able to come off screens more often. Right. That's the thing that I, I've been like, there's no, because Lester can handle the ball. Yeah. But not at but a point guard level. He, yeah. And, and it's going to have to be either, it's going to have to Gosh, be either, uh, it's got to be either Gavin or Dylan. Yeah. That, okay. That, has to take care of the ball Mm -hmm. and that means one of them two is not getting open Mm -hmm. off screens yeah which in turn means that teams can throw more guys yeah at gavin or dylan and 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 i'll say this too for this team having watched them play three games their offense is seriously out of whack when either dylan or gavin are not Mm -hmm. in the game like when both of those two are in the game i'll say the, the new pal game Watching the first quarter, their offense looked crisp. They were taking time on offense. They were being patient, and they were getting the shots that they wanted. Not all of them were falling, but they were getting shots that they yeah. wanted, and they were hitting shots. I mean, in the first quarter, it was close. It was tied at the end of the first quarter, I think. The first half was close. Yeah, but then when Gavin got into foul trouble and had to come out of the game, and they had to put in Rashawn Street, who I love Rashawn, no disrespect to him, he's out there for defense, not for offensive reasons. The offense looked stagnant. It didn't look as fluid. And that's because Dylan was getting trapped off of every ball screen, or he was getting hard hedged off of every ball screen. They weren't letting Dylan anywhere near. They were they were hit, they were keying Dylan so hard, and when you do that, uh, Dylan's getting keyed on. He's oh yeah, he's getting keyed on when Gavin's not in the game. Well, even more so when Gavin's not in the game, Dylan get, gets keyed so hard and he gets hedged off every screen. You can't get him. It's so hard to get him open. Yeah, it's hard. Then to at get that point, that you have. Then at that point, like it's gets the offense looks a lot of whack. Like I noticed whenever Gavin or Dylan. When, whenever Gavin was not in the game with Dylan, the offense just looked less fluent. It looked stagnant, and it looked like you can just tell like there's not as much there for them when Dylan is getting all the attention brought on himself. You know. Well, that's the thing is they don't have enough guys that can create. Yeah. Dylan can create. Even Gavin, he can't really create off screens like he did. Actually, mm-hmm. been, last night he did really well with yeah coming off a screen, hitting a little five ten foot jump shot. Mm-hmm. But. Heck yeah. There's not enough guys that can come off a screen and get downhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they get kind of out of control or yeah, just aren't skilled enough yet. Yeah, that was that's what was so and, good about our 21 team was Chandler was so good at that. Yeah, I mean Chandler could get in he the can, paint. He was so good at getting downhill. And the thing is too is 
if it's not Gavin or Dylan that's on the outside, there's not someone out there that I there would are guys that are be scared to shoot. Right? Yeah, those are the two guys going they're, downhill. They're also the guys that you see going downhill. Yeah, your your shooters but can't be your downhill your guys. Shooters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There has to be kind of a separate thing to run efficient. Players. There's so much different. There's so much variety on that roster right now in terms of skill set, and there's so much talent on that team. But I think the problem with that roster is just going to be figuring out how to get them to mesh. But they're lacking height, though. And like, and that's need, another. And that's also I think I've said it. There, I've told Gavin and Dylan this guy. to their face. I've said, I think as the season progresses and you play teams with competent big men, your biggest mm. problem is going to be post defense. And it's going to be rebounding. Well, and the thing too, which is why they're going to get killed on the glass. Apple, you aren't good though. You're I don't want to get. Apple. I don't want to get into all that. We won't get into it. But you're a bad apple. Yeah, it's okay, what, go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to get into all that. The zone that they run. The it, three. You don't like the three two. They don't run it right. I kind of orange. The three. They, they don't. They don't run it the, right. The th- when the ball's in the corner, the top's not dropping, so it stays. It's, it's, it's the bottom man goes out and closes it out. Stays the three two. Does the top right? Guy no, the bottom down. the no. bottom man goes and closes out in the corner. The other bottom guy, the two, comes and takes his po- comes and covers the post, and everybody else kind of rotates. And then when the ball gets skipped, they go back. They just don't rotate properly, and I don't know who that's on. Coach Johnson, he coaches the. I defense. mean, I know he coaches the defense, but he's installed it all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can leave that where it is. Top, but... the top guy. If so, it's on the right side, the top right guy should drop and cover the corner. We but they that don't the do back, that. The back left that elbow drops but down, they, but makes yeah. it a two-three. Yeah, that's not how we ran it. So I, mean, I played <laughs> so here, here you go. We didn't. We ran a three-two in college. That's not how we. They ran. run it that way. They ran it that way last year because even last year, to a lesser extent, but even last year, I mean, we had a team that lacked size. But what we had was Greenfield. They had a lack size. What they had was quickness. So coach, I think Coach Johnson, I think they decided on playing a three-two because. They thought that having a three-two that way would kind of kind of help us in the half court because we tried playing man-to-man in the summer and did not do well defensively. Well, they don't play the right man. If they play pack-man, they'd be better. But well, we they played but stay out tight, no upside, just mm-hmm. guard your yard. And if you don't guard that, then yeah, you have no one to help you. But one thing also, talking to Gavin, they force baseline. They do. Yeah. Really. They force yeah. baseline. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. It's I was because- like. <laughs> I said, so you force baseline. And he's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Coach Johnson's all about not letting it get to the middle of the floor. I was going to yeah. say, the middle's where we I – mean, that was the first thing that got changed. When that's, where your help, that's where your help comes from. That's where, yeah. The only help you have baseline is a – The big man. Is hopefully the guy that's in help side. It was hopefully Brian. And <laughs> it was. the baseline. That's all the help you got. Yeah. If you force some baseline, you got four guys there. Your other four on the court. Yeah. And I was, I was like, oof. That ex- so I mean, explains they, a lot. Do they force baseline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Oh. Because I, when I watched the first game, it, it was during JV, and when they had the ball in the right corner, all the guys were on the left hip. And first of all, it was allowing right-handed players to get a right-hand drive to the bucket, and then it was obviously allowing a baseline. And I, well, so I asked Gavin, I was like, "What's going on here?" I don't. Um... And so I'm gonna wrap. I'm kind of not really wrap it up, but just say if we scrimmaged, because we talked about scrimmaging them last year, the five seniors that I graduated with, so me, Will, Matt, Lester, and Brian. Yeah. If they allowed me or you baseline drives, Matt, good luck 
lesser. Good Matt's blowing by everybody on the baseline oh drive. Oh my gosh, Wouldn't we're even be. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if there's a time we miss. Honestly, <laughs> we might we're, miss because it may, might be a bad shot. But we're okay. Let me take this back. We're not getting a bad shot. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna let be a, a good look. Let alone from the fact that we could just obviously throw the ball up to Brian because there's no one that no one has to a guard chance. the guy. No that one. gets that gets boring after a while. Yeah, yeah imagine Joey trying to guard Brian. No one can guard Brian. He dunk <laughs> yeah. on everybody. So after that got boring and yeah. we already had yeah, our yeah, twenty yeah. point lead. Yeah. yeah. If we if they let let us get baseline, any good because there's no team, high school team, maybe college team that is athletic enough to x out correctly. Dude. I and, can't believe they force baseline. Yeah. So if you go, if they allow a drive baseline, say it's on the left, you're looking at the goal, and it's on the left wing. Yep. And he drives left, going baseline. He can either pass to the corner, to the opposite wing, to the top of the key, to the same side he's on, to that corner, to the middle of the paint. He can pass from anywhere. Yeah, he has you a, allow corner. a dive, a drift, a euro, and then a guy yes. that's refilling up at the top of the key. Yes, that's <laughs> uh, so many options. How can you guard all that with you? You can't because four you got, people. It's four on three. I know. And you I'm can't like, guard you can't do that. And they that, force baseline. Yeah, I was gonna say. I told Gavin. I was like, Gavin, that was. The, I didn't know that. That was the first thing that was changed. When Lewis got here. Lewis said no baseline. If you allowed baseline, you're running. Yeah, if you allowed baseline, it was like. Oh my god. You gosh. committed a holy sin. <laughs> Dude, if they swung it all the way around, you ran to the baseline. Yeah. Because if they beat you to the middle, you were okay. Mm -hmm. But if they beat you to the baseline, you were running. They kind of so get away. You ran to the baseline because if they ran to the middle, you could slide. They kind of get away with it half the time, I think, because a lot of teams just, they just don't know what to do once they get to baseline. Because a lot of teams don't get the opportunity yeah. to they go get, there. They get away with it, but. It works. Like, I, it oh works out well for them. Is what I'm saying. When they play Connersville, force and baseline, Kerry Brown's gonna have a heyday. Well, they did. <sighs> they beat Connersville last year. They did beat Connersville last year. That's nuts. That team. They did. Awful. They had to. Have that been team That was, was a really down Connersville team, though. I will they, say. It had to. Have been, it was right? the worst Connersville team I've seen in a long time. Yeah. It was, Kerry Brown great. coached Connersville team against yeah, us. They weren't great. They kicked but our fucking ass, dude. It was a good even uh, when Tate Krill, Chandler and yeah, Blake. They beat was that here. team. Didn't they beat they didn't they beat, our ass didn't in they beat that team in sectional? Yeah. And they beat us in the regular I season. I was a sophomore that year. Our yeah. sophomore year they beat us in the regular season. Yeah. No, I was in the section. That was a really down Connersville team. It was still a big win for that team last that year. Was that was a good Connersville team though, our sophomore year. It was a great really Connorsville team. Wasn't that the Grant one with the? Smith was young. Yeah, didn't wasn't he an Indiana All Star? Grant Smith, he was an Indiana All Star. Yeah. And I don't know if he deserved that. Uh, Westcott that really or good. I don't know. Wilcott or whatever his no, name was. Silcott was Silcott. younger. Oh, he was young. He was younger, wasn't he? He's at uh, IU East right now, I think. North East. Yeah, he's at Indiana University. <sighs> East. Excuse me. Um, Silcott. They had Silcott, Smith. And that really good senior that always wore the uh, shooting sleeve. That was a really good team. <laughs> he could shoot the piss out of that. That, that, really good that was a really good Connorsville team yeah. that year. Yeah. That beat us. Connorsville, man. I'm forcing a baseline, though. I can't. Uh, I'm wow. just. You just get so many options. And if you run a 4 1, you got the center. I mean, if we play there, I got Brian all day long. I know. Maybe Brian would dunk it. I'm trying to think. <laughs> that that would never happen. I mean, Brian. he would have the chance because they aren't. They couldn't be quick enough to guard it. Yeah. Yeah. If the cent the center has two drop choices, it to, drop it off to him. And, yeah. If I if I'm or you or Matt or even Lester, any of us are on that wing and we beat our guy, even Lester, which is going to be an option since yeah. they're going to give us a step that way. Mm -hmm. That baseline, yeah. We yeah. have one of two options: mm -hmm. a layup, or mm -hmm. the center is going to have to help. 
and they just athletically, no yeah. team in Indiana right now in high school is going to be quick enough to play back. Yeah. They can but maybe they're... maybe get back on a block, but mm-hmm. that they they're not going to be able to cut it off. Mm-hmm. Cuz if they do, then I have my corner and my wing opposite of me. Yeah. And I'm just it blows my mind. They're they're 3 and 2. Yeah. I mean it's right? it's worked. Yeah, they're 3 and 2. But I feel like honestly once teams see, once I teams scout it, I don't know. I was to say I wonder if teams are just really weak right now. Teams are very weak. Are they? I feel like when we played, they were tough. New, New Pal, New Pal specifically is weak right now because they, they don't have, have Gizzy, Gizzy, who's been their man. They do. They have Steel Brassfield, who's averaging like what, probably seventeen a game. Right had a good now? game last night, but he's not. He's not. He's still not Gizzy, and that that New Pal team that they lost to. I mean, that's not. That's not the New Pal team that they lost to last year. That's been that way the last three years. Well, I was talking last night to Matt and Brian <clears throat> about you know what we had to do. And it seemed like every night we were playing somebody that was at least playing at the next level. Dude. Every single night. Oh, my gosh. Every night it seemed like we were keen on a guy. At least at least had a – if they weren't a senior, they had the chance because yeah. they were a sophomore or a junior that was just lighting us up. It might just get, be getting weak right now. And, I mean, I don't – yeah, I mean, I don't know, honestly. Whenever we played – we played Connorsville, they either had Grant Smith and then when he finally graduated, they had Silcott. Right. And even when they had Silcott, they had the Noah guy <clears throat> coming up. I follow him on Twitter. I don't know what his name is. They had another guy that was really good coming up behind him. And then Mount Vernon, we played against Smith, Shepard, Ertle. Um, I mean, Newcastle, again. we had Gillis and Bumbleo. True. Gillis, two Division One players. Gillis and Bumbleo at Newcastle. Um. Who I was out with that guy. Shelbyville? Who is that guy from Shelbyville? Both the, okay, Coon. so the Lewis Coon. Twins. Coon twins. Yeah. The Lewis Twins. Zach Coon is at Army, Army. West Point right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. We also had to play against. Um, the, he's at Duke playing baseball right yeah, now. Yeah, Eli Pankle. Pankle for Pendleton. Playing no, football. Okay, yeah, but then uh, the baseball player. Oh. Played for Shelbyville. Yeah, I know Damon. About. Yeah, Lux. Damon Lux and his brother played for Shelbyville. That was Damon tough. and John. Yeah, they were just athletes. Um, I mean, they weren't basketball players. I wasn't their main. I mean, their Shelbyville team used to be tough. Now they're the easiest game on your schedule. <laughs> yeah. But their team used to be tough. Uh, our conference was tough. I mean, mm-hmm. it used to be hard. We played against freaking uh, Sean McDermott, um, Trent Miller, Mark Albers at Pendleton, Eli Pankle, who's playing Division One football. You guys played against Pendleton Damon Bailey's kid too, didn't you? Yeah, we beat, I beat him. You yeah, beat, we, I we dropped beat one of his kids. teammates. <laughs> I almost had to fight the coach. Yes, that was the same game. I dropped one of his teammates. That game got heated. Man, I remember I watching that game. I remember that watching that funny. game. That was yeah. a good game. But, yeah, I mean, it felt like almost every night we had a key on a guy that was yeah. playing at the next level. And no. now it feels like almost every other night they're like, oh, yeah. This it's almost sucks. like it's weird. No, I, I think um, – It's like, what? Having, having watched your guys' era, because I was always watching Will – and then, you know, being a part of, you know, playing the last three years and now watching this year. Mm-hmm. It feels like teams overall are just not quite as big, not quite as tall, at least at this moment in time. There aren't as many bigger guys, and there's not as many – I don't know. Like, I, I, I agree with what you guys are saying, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, I think teams are overall kind of down, at least in this area right now. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't keep up with it as much, but it seems, looking from the outside, that teams are just straight up down. Like yeah, even and, Greenfield that we're down, yeah. we don't have a big guy. Well, yeah, I mean, if look at look we at we haven't our, not had a big guy for years. Look at our run. Don't have a big guy. I mean, same thing in football too. I know. Before same, Brian, same we had at least Cole Alexi who could at least dunk, and then Lane Farrell yeah. who was tall as hell, and then after Lane it was kind of Tate, and then after Tate it was Brian. 
Mm-hmm. And now we don't have a guy over six foot two. We've got C Mac and he's six four, but he he plays a six man. I don't okay, even but know. He's a shooter. He's I don't know. Like a I don't even know though. if C Mac can dunk. Uh, he C-Mac's can, a, not, but he can't do it. He can't do it consistently. I don't consider Caleb McIntyre a big guy. Though. He's not. He's kind of a shooter. Not, yeah, he's not. not. Yeah. I mean, but you're so as like, a, at six four, you're not a big guy. He's the tall guy that shoots threes. You're not um, at six four. You're not at the next level. You're expected to be a guard. Yeah, yeah that's very true. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so yeah. even I mean, even with Tate, when he was he was what six foot six six seven, coming out of high school, he's a good six five. Yeah. He grew once he got. To I college. mean. He's not expected when he went to IUPUI. He wasn't expected to be UND or UND. Sorry, yeah. When he went to UND, he wasn't expected to be the center. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he's he expected played the three at UND. He's expected to be the two or the three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. when he goes to Loyola, he's certainly a two or a three in yeah. Division One basketball. He's a three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's one thing with high school ball too is like when you're that guy when you're six five when you're six six uh-huh. six seven, you have to play a whole different role because like had Brian went on to the next level. And played, he would have never been a center at six foot seven. Probably not. How many? But he didn't have a Indivi- skill set. In Division three, he would have. Right. Um, but which, which is where he ended up going. He finessed the fuck out of Rose Ullman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, yeah. If he went higher than that, yeah, I'm, he would have I'm had just to saying the four. If yeah, you're playing I at agree. the very at the next level at D one. Yeah, yeah. The guys in in the league. That are as high. There's no six, seven guys in the league that, that are, are playing, playing five. Mm-hmm. I know, I agree. Draymond can guard all five, but I'm not going to yeah. get into that conversation because I can talk yeah. with him all night. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, there's no guys that are guarding that are six foot seven, eight, nine that are playing anywhere guarding this mm-hmm. five spot. I, I mean, agree. I agree. They're four and down yeah, guarding yeah. that. And You're it's, right. You're right. That's one thing, too, with high school is like they're not letting guys develop into the, their spot. They're, develop, they're developing guys for. The team, not winning, for the next level, winning right then, yeah. which it's it's you can it's a lose lose situation for the head coach because you're you're always gonna have people going. Well, well it's a revolving it's the, a revolving door, right? You're they're gonna be going. Don't you want to play the seniors if you're in the situation? You want to give the seniors a shot, but then you're also gonna be like, don't you want to develop the young guys? If yeah. you that like, shot, don't you want to develop the young yeah. guys? So it's a lose lose for that. That was like coach. our I mean our senior year. The the five seniors on the court together were head and shoulders above the starting five. Yeah. It was very evident in our senior night game. I mean, just just calling it how it is. But <laughs> it was because we popped off on senior. Yeah, night. I mean, but with granted, it was a bad team, but we popped off. Yeah, I mean, though, you gotta let the young guys grow, and yeah, that's true. It's a tough thing as a high school, especially a high school coach. Mm-hmm. With college, it's kind of different because. You recruit I mean, guys. as a freshman, if you're there, they on can a already scholar- play. If like you're there on a scholarship, you can either play or next year you'll fill yeah. in. But with high school, it's like you kind of have to be able to develop for the next year mm-hmm. while giving your team the best chance to win. Which is part of the thing about this roster, or I mean, Coach Merritt at least so far. Last year he played like six guys, maybe. Last year it was you had the starting five. You had the Mundell brothers, Jake, Tyler Antic, and then. Um, Dylan, and then you had Will Van Dyne coming off for defense. Brock Wheeler barely ever played as a senior. Gavin, after he got hurt, barely ever played. In fact, he split time with JV after you know he started the first however many games he played. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. So he had a rotation of about he I ba- did too. he had a rotation. There were I'd say almost a majority of the games. Tyler Antic did not come out of the game. He'd play thirty two straight minutes, and That's because for whatever reason they just didn't want to put in Brock, and they had a rotation of six, maybe seven guys. And like that's, I mean, that won them twelve games. I think Coach Meredith X's and O's wise is a good coach. I think Coach, I think Coach 
X's and O's wise, I think Coach Meredith is a good okay. coach because you don't take a team with this exact same personnel minus Sam Hunt right. and go from four wins to twelve with nothing else changing. I don't think you can right. do that without at least kind at least being a good coach. Yeah, right. and they didn't grow between yeah, our, like, our senior year nothing to changed. the end of yeah. uh, that year. They didn't grow. Nobody got taller. Right. Nobody got a lot bigger in the no weight one room. Got any the only either. thing that changed was the fact that Hayworth was taken out and Coach Meredith was put in. So right. I do think that Coach I Meredith think... is a good coach. The thing is, when you only play six or seven guys, They're I mean, get tired. think about it. I mean, th- look, at that, look at this year. Literally, the New Pal game last night. Gavin got into foul trouble early. Will Van Dyne and Lester fouled out. You know who the start, who the five players on the floor were at the end of the fourth quarter in a game against New Palestine last night when Lester and Will got fouled out? It was Dylan, Gavin, Jackson Finley, Joey Rowland, and um, Rashawn. and Rashawn Street. Rashawn Street played JV last year as the sixth man. J- Jackson Finley's played JV for three. Whoa. Jackson Finley's played JV for the last two years. Love game. both, yeah, both love both those kids, but they they don't have any varsity experience At least yet. They played them tough. Though. Lester has no varsity experience, and he he played JV last year. He's he's now starting varsity. Will Van Dyne, this is his really his first year as a full varsity guy, yeah. especially a starter. His first year. The only two guys on that roster that have like a lot of varsity experience is Dylan because he started as a freshman every game. Gavin, because he played as a freshman off the bench and then played last year. I mean, he's at least got two seasons of playing on varsity. Yeah. And kind of C-Mac and kind of Will Van Dyne. C-Mac hasn't played in a Greenfield varsity jersey since sophomore year, and Will Van Dyne has been a JV first two years, and then last year he came off the bench for half a season. I will say. So I there's not much experience yeah. outside of two of the guys <laughs> on your starting five. That's what yeah. I'm trying to get at. Yeah. No Basically one and a half. Really. Yeah. I mean, they, at one point – Owen Anderson played on the freshman team last year, and he played JV this year. They, they it got it's so, it got so bad with fouls last night that hey, they had to put Owen Anderson. Tonight, uh, Gavin told me today when I gave him his shoes that Owen Anderson got in the varsity. Yeah, last he did night against New Pal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He did in like normal game. That was his first non-garbage time varsity minutes. That's what they told me that he got in. The, the game. fact that Tyler first off, like, the fact like, that Tyler Kirkoff didn't get in was shocking. He's been fortunate. Okay, but he played in the JV game. Is my thing. I was I think first or second game. Okay. But but my I but guess still my yeah. point my point is like I got to build some depth you know because that's like yeah. you got guys that have no varsity experience. Well, this is what second year. Yeah, it's but year. you he got came our senior year. Will you got guys with no varsity experience at we all playing business. fourth quarters and rivalry games down the we stretch? I mean, Ian, I dropped twenty points in the fourth quarter and didn't get the last shot. <laughs> oh, trust me, Will. Trust me, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, it, I'm I, telling you, I would have made it. We, if we had him our senior year. We would have won eighteen. He, it seems like he has the same uh, characteristic Lewis had, which is where when you when when he walks in the doors. So everyone that's listening to this probably knows Greenfield Central Basketball's locker room. So the, the, <laughs> the head coach's office and then the locker room, yeah. the same hallway. When you walk out, you're in the in the main gym. Whenever we were warming up shooting whether we were fucking around talking layup lines whatever the heck it was yeah. whenever lewis walked in the gym it was another level yeah. you went hard because if lewis saw you lollygagging you knew you were running and you were intimidated it seems like meredith has that same thing where if when he walks in the gym Everyone just pushes it to another level. To where when Hayworth walked in the gym, he kicked, everyone kept lollygagging. Here, we'll, we'll put no it this one way. Cared. He kicked the ball 
to the top of the mez and we laughed. <laughs> and we laughed. We laughed. We laughed. <laughs> Hayworth, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. You're no, I'm not. Guy. I'm not. We laughed. He will. <laughs> he would. He won't be listening to this. Hopefully he won't not. Be I hope he does. I don't want to crap on him. I. I, I think, don't either. He was a good guy. I think Hayworth is a good guy. Good guys and but, good coaches but, are two when, different things. But when Lewis walked in the gym, everyone was spinning that ball to themselves and working on an aspect of their game. When Hayworth walked in the gym, everyone was lollygagging. Still, we were no still shooting the shit on the, the sideline. Everyone was still shooting the shit. It seems like Meredith has that aspect that Lewis had to where. Things are serious. Kind of, but to a different to a different extent. Like I never played under Lewis directly. I, directly, you know. You were but I but I've like I've been in workouts with him. Like I know the aura you're, that you're talking about. Meredith is like that, but in a different way. Like everybody's serious with Meredith, but you're not intimidated by Meredith as much as you are. Like Meredith, like just tries to be like in a way he tries to get guys hyped up, and, and he'll make jokes and like try to make funny nicknames and tease guys to get like us in a good mood and then he'll just be hype and he'll make up phrases and stuff he's very hyper and he's very into it and he's very okay. interactive that's good he's that's not good. yeah he's he's very that's you can Hayworth wasn't you can tell coach meredith loves his lewis job was both of those things lewis you could tell loved his job but then also yeah. was intimidating uh-huh. at the same time when it needed I, to be serious, serious i didn't personally think but then also he was a good jokester yeah he was kind of all of those things. I personally didn't think that coach probably why Lewis won a sectional last year. Having did he did they win a sectional last year? They, yeah, Western. Oh, won I didn't know they won year. that last year. He won the sectional last wow. year. Wow. Yeah, uh, having played for under Meredith for a year, I I won't I don't say that the word I would use to describe Meredith is intimidating, and I don't think anybody that plays this year would say that he's intimidating. I would say he can everyone, be. I think when Meredith is mad, he can be intimidating, but I usually would, he doesn't really get mad. Okay. I'll say I'm speaking for everybody, and I don't know if it's just – I mean, I was the guy, but I was still intimidated by Lewis. I don't know what what Ian would say. I was intimidated by Lewis, and I never played was intimidated by Lewis. I'll put it this way. Tate Hall tripped over his own foot, and I thought I was going to not have a knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lu- act- Lewis, Lewis looked at me like I had just murdered his dog, his grandmother, <laughs> and his wife all in the same fluid motion when Tate tripped over his own foot. When I was five feet behind him. Yeah. <laughs> At least Tate kind of backed you up there for a second. To me, not to him. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, that's my bad. He didn't tell Coach. See, no, he Coach probably did that because he was intimidated of Lewis. Yeah, I on, probably. Yeah. Honestly. But yeah, so Lewis had that intimidation factor of. Uh-huh. Uh, and we Which were, I think again, you kind of need to have. I'm sure Connorsville players, when Kerry Brown walks in the gym, I'm yeah. sure they're like, oh my gosh, I better go hard right now or else he's going to see. Well, there's a time for coaches to be buddies yeah, exactly. and then a time for coaches yeah. to be coaches. Yeah, for sure. Of and I think that's a hard thing that coaches have right now is they don't know the difference between that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, well, of course, you want your guys to like you. Yeah. But then there's a time where you got to be a hard ass and you got to be like, look, we got to get this done. Yeah. We gotta get this figured out. We gotta go hard. We got a big game on Friday. Yeah, yeah. and I think Lewis was really good at that. He was. He was. Cause yeah, because during really the summer, funny. I would say I'm really into Sam comedy. He was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> Made him laugh. Boom. That's my joke. He was really funny, but also, at the flip of a switch, he was your your coach, and somehow you knew yeah. how to distinguish which mode he was in. Somehow, yeah. and here, here I can't was the one thing. It, but somehow, everyone knew. Yeah, here was the one thing that, kind of bouncing off that one thing that he did, never blew a whistle. Lewis, three years of practice, he never had a blow. Really? A whistle. Yeah, he always yelled. Yeah, 
Never once was a whistle blown. Yeah, yeah whatever. whatever he yelled, everyone listened. Yeah, huh. and and kind of to go with that is like we knew when we were in the locker room, we could talk with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, did you watch this this weekend? Because we talk TV shows all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got us on the blacklist. Yeah, he was really into the blacklist. He was like, and, you watch the blacklist? <laughs> we were like, no. And so when we're in the locker room, if I mean, yeah. granted, it's a good practice, a good good week. It's not like a bad bad yeah. bad vibe. We're we're cool. Yeah, you're chalking it but up. But the second that we're out there in warm ups and he walks out those double doors and makes us run five longs. Yeah. <laughs> the second he gets out there, there's no messing around. Yeah. There's no jokes. It's two hours of practice. But the second you get back in that locker room, it's all jokes. It's we're all laughing. We're all friends, and there's nothing. I mean, yeah. that that's the difference. Yeah. If you if can separate us, those two, yeah. Yeah. and that's that's and if he makes us run longs, we come back and we're not pissed at him. We're like, oh yeah, we deserved it. That's what Coach Nolting is like in football. So I mean, that's I feel like that's the mark of a good coach. That's good. Coach Sherman that's was good. Coach Sherman was like that for a year. My freshman year, I felt like Coach Sherman was like that. People, he was intimate. People are intimidated by him. They took him seriously, but he I was liked, also very personable. I right? liked him. Your senior year, yeah, yeah I liked him. I a think lot of, a lot no, of yeah, the seniors did. I liked Sherman my freshman year. Sherman, your senior year versus the year after. So my sophomore year, two different completely different people well i completely different coaches completely different styles completely different every almost everything was different there was no consistency the coaching staff changed every other week i mean there was a time where we didn't have a running back coach and then coach Stubbs coach showed up for about two weeks and then he never showed up again and then never told us and then all of a sudden coach norris is coaching running backs I mean, that's that kind of stuff happened the whole season with things like receiver coaches and coach holden moved from all these different coaching spots. I mean, that was you. You got the best experience of Sherman that anybody could. If you had seen the way things were like, you know, the year we went zero and ten, it was bad. And I, I didn't really, re- I didn't really realize the whole scope of it until after he left. And now looking back, it's like it was really, really well, bad. I think ju- my junior year when we went six and four had our only good football yeah. season uh-huh. ever. I think honestly, with yeah. Greenfield since the state championships. <laughs> Um, I think he was a different coach even from when yeah, my and, senior Yeah, and, and he inherited a good class too, to be fair. That senior class when they went 6-4 and four was yeah. nutty. I mean, when you got two running backs that can average 200 a game. Yeah. Who was it? It was like Saw, Skylar Gary. Sauce and Skylar Gary. Michael oh, Sosnowski. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you got two okay. athletes like that, it's yeah. hard to mess that up. I mean. Yeah, that was Goob's senior year, right? His, no, it was uh, Spencer Hurt senior year. Oh, okay. I mean, it's like with baseball. It's kind of hard when you got a stud pitcher, Dre Jameson, Dre. to mess things up. Yeah, you can't screw that up. Just start the guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, but. the Greenfield's always going to be in a rough spot sports-wise just because our population's too big and our athletes are too small. We'll always be a 3 or a 4A. Yeah. Or a 4 or a 5A. Yeah. And we don't have the athletes to be a four or five eight competitive. For whatever reason, yeah, we don't get the athletes. We get the musicians. We we get the we get the <laughs> Our population. Our band is good as hell, but we don't get the but, athletes. Yeah. We don't we reason. don't get the the athletes. Yeah, so, I, mean, I don't know when we'll get another class like mine and yours. When when we have a six seven guy who's really who's who has who's really skilled. And we get a six-five guy who can really shoot the ball and can do everything, and another six-two guy who can really <clears> shoot, and some other five-ten, five-eleven guys who can really run the point. I don't know when the other when we'll get a class like that. And we won eight games. 
Granted, we should have won 18, 19, 20, but... We should have! Yeah. I don't know when we'll get another class like that. Looking at even these guys, we have a lot of skill. Dylan Moles is really freaking skilled. But I don't think he'll ever win that many games. He's about 6-1, yeah. No. He doesn't have enough... We had a 6-7 center, a 6-4 guy that can do it all, and Matt. myself. Or I, you were 6-5. I thought you were talking yeah. about Matt. 6-4. Six, six, five. Five. You're, you're selling yourself short for no reason. You're every card. bit of 6-5. Okay. I, I, I was 6-5, I ran the point <laughs> yeah. for my junior and senior year. Yeah, With Matt shouldn't. Turner, 6 two. You shouldn't have I had shouldn't to. I should have had to. Yeah, if we had played <laughs> yeah. Ian, I shouldn't have had to, but we played some other people. I had to run the point. Sorry, I was slow. I had a talk with Lewis. He was like, I have to run you at the point. He's like, I have to. He's like, if we don't, then I won't be able to get you a shot. I have to have you bring it up. We won't be able to bring it up. That was when Dre was on the team. <laughs> he was. We, he didn't trust Dre to bring it up. He trusted me, so I had to bring it up. Oh, man. I don't know when we'll have another team like that. Because Gavin's going to graduate in a year. Yeah. Dylan's going to graduate in a year. Well, I His mean, brother's going to be tall, but he's going to max out at 6'3". It could very well be... Braylon, Coach Mullen's kid. Okay, yeah, but Think who else it. is in that class? I'm thinking next year. Look Nobody's at, look, in that look, class look. except Ian's brother. Next and year, he's gonna max out at six two. I'm saying height, height <laughs> wise and and strength wise, you're right. But next year, I think they should be pretty good. They should be a solid because if you think about next year, Gavin, Gavin's going to be a senior. Gavin's going to be a senior. Lester's going to be a senior. Joey will be a senior. Dylan will be a junior. You'll have Braylon as a freshman. Miles? Yeah, he'll be he's a junior. He's only going to be a junior next year? Yeah, he's a sophomore. Yeah, he's a right younger now. guy. Oh, and, um, and then that's, you got Braden as a sophomore. And then you got Braden as a sophomore. They should be good. And they no should size, be good. But they should be good. You should, they should be good. There's they'll just so much skill, so much Braylon shooting. Braylon is a freshman? He'll be a freshman. He'll play. I don't know. Do you think he'll play as a freshman? He'll play varsity. Oh, he'll definitely play. He'll play varsity. Yeah. Especially with Mullins on the maybe staff. Not, maybe not start, <laughs> but he. there's no way he's not playing. At worst, he'll come off the bench as the six. Doesn't matter. He's a menace. They need him. I mean, he's insane. They have no one on the bench. From what I hear, he's been dominating middle school. And the well, he got held back a whole year. Yeah, he wasn't Braden's friend. Yeah, but either way, I mean, he's still. Yeah, yeah he's still good. <clears throat> We've been going for an hour and fifty-six minutes. Let's keep going. I'm not. I'm not ready to stop, dude. I'm gonna keep going. All right, yeah. we, all right, we can keep going. Yeah, new topic. Um, Dude, I do. Okay. I do. So uh, here's a topic. I just thought of this. Okay. All right. <laughs> if if us three had to star. In a TV show. Oh, gosh. Well, like, like, what kind of a show would it be? Does it have to be live action? No, what kind of a show would it be? Pokemon. Us three? Are the three of us? Yeah. Or us individually? So, okay. First, just like you no, got you got three. Ash, Brock, All and Misty. Three of us. All three of us. You got okay. Ash, Brock, and Misty? So, Screw okay. that. Over here, let right? me say. Let me say. Ian, Let's... Will, and Chris. Okay. 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 So I, I think it has to be a show where you say, like, like, uh, and... Here's what happened next, or something like that. There has to be like what are you narrator, talking right? about? A narrator. Yeah, there has to be a narrator. Oh, Will's pulling up his notes. I was gonna say you pulling up another skit. You got? I had a note. If but no, no, no. If it we has were to be like, no, it ha- there has to be like a narrator, right? Why does there have to be a narrator? Why is it gonna be? Yeah. Is this a documentary? Know. Is this right? a? But if it's like us three, okay. So what would you say, Chris? I just told you. I think. So you think Pokemon? If we look, imagine this, right? We're in the world of Pokemon. Okay, First of all, be, it it's an amazing be, life. No, no, you get no, to look, you look, get look, to have amazing look, 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 freaking look. creatures that you carry be, around with you. It has to be a show where it's like, ah, and that's where we come in. It has to be, and that's where we come in. I'm telling you right now, I would excel in the setting of The Office. The Ooh. Office. Well, I would excel in it. I think Will 
The Office. The dry humor would be your bread and butter. You think so? I would yeah. play a fantastic Stanley. You would be a good Stanley. Yeah. You even look the part. Pretzel day. Just white. Yeah. <laughs> you even look the <laughs> Just white. It's just grow day. out a mustache. And... I can see Ian looking dead into the camera saying, it's pretzel day. And just cutting I wake up every day to a bed that's too small, and I go up and I take my daughter to a school that's too expensive, and I go to a job for which I get paid too little. But on pretzel day, now I like pretzel day. I can so see Ian saying that. <laughs> you know that. what I'm saying? 100%. Well, a good oh, man. And that's where we come in. That's <laughs> That's where we come. And then to bounce off that, I could play a fine Raymond Reddington. I could see it. I could see myself being Raymond Reddington in the blacklist. I could see it too if you had a. I wish I knew what you guys were talking about, but I didn't see the blacklist. You need to watch the blacklist. I have so many shows. I mean, I'm currently, I'm currently drop them all. I'm currently balls deep in Naruto. Okay, first of all, and I'm not dropping. It's amazing. For Chris, he's a big Star Wars guy. He's the biggest Star Wars. I need to watch Mandalorian. He hasn't watched the Mandalorian. Really? Because so the reason for that is I haven't watched the last two episodes of it. I'm a little behind. Just but I've seen the whole first season. For disclaimer, the only reason I never kept up on the Mandalorian was because it came out on Disney Plus. We don't have Disney Plus. The only Fair. one who does, yes, we is, do. The only one who does, I have it now. Meredith does. The only one who did was Meredith, and she yeah. has it on her TV in there. This was before I had my computer, so I just, I didn't want to. For me to watch it, I would have to go into her room and watch it. It was just a pain in the butt. Now that I have this computer, I, I logged into her account on here, and I'm watch, I watch stuff on Disney Plus. You gotta watch um, Mandalorian. But I, I that's it. that's my excuse on never get, never good. getting onto it. I need to watch that bad. Good. I'm watching Naruto now, which is like 900 episodes, so no. it's a big investment. And then after that, I want to watch Star Wars: The Clone Wars. That's another show I need to watch. And that's where we come in. Um, <laughs> shut up! I just shut up. We have to have an episode. Right. We have to have a show where, where the narrator, where the narrator says, "This summer, and that's where we come one in. man, Willow Gunner, yeah. on a mission, yeah. a six foot five okay. redhead okay. bearded Here's ginger." My idea. Here's my idea. Hear me out. <laughs> Dolphin with a handgun. Dolphin. <laughs> what? Dolphin. What is it? What? Dolphin with a handgun. Dolphin with a handgun. Yeah. That's the name of the show, or is that yeah. just a thing? So there's two guys, or us three. Three men. Yeah. Okay, don't do your narrator voice. No, lay out the lay okay, out the pieces will, of the puzzle, and then I'll narrate the okay. pieces. So the dolphin's like, ah, guys, there's a diamond over there. Okay? And he tells us. <laughs> and he tells us. Okay? And we have to go. We have to get the diamonds, and essentially, so dolphins don't have hands. So, it's, <laughs> so essentially, was, we are the dolphins' handgun. <laughs> All right, so let's just bounce back again. Will is stealing another joke because I know he didn't make this up by himself. Fuck! You watched that 10-minute podcast episode? No, that's but from I... That's 10-minute podcast. That sounded like Chris from the You're start. so unoriginal. That's exactly right. It's from Chris from so the so unoriginal. I'm so unoriginal. Okay. But it's funny because I made you laugh, which is credited to Chris Three. Yeah. You got three men, yeah. one dolphin, Yeah. a bunch of diamonds. And that's where we come in. Coming summer 2021. <laughs> An action thriller, drama, comedy, romance. And that's where we come in. Guest starring Liam Neeson and Scarlett Johansson. Ah, you gotta go get the diamond, see? Oh, but do- dolphins don't have hands, so we're the dolphin's handgun. Okay, I'm, give me this. I'm really over this. I'm really right. over Will. So, two shows you need to watch, Chris. Okay. Oh, 
that's funny. The Mandalorian first, being yeah. a Star Wars guy. Heard, really yeah, funny. I'm sure I'm if loved. If you claim I'm sure, to be a Star Wars I didn't guy, know. Watch. I'm sure I would love it. I didn't know that they made more episodes. I watched the first six. Really? I made. I watched the first six uh, Thursday. Watched them all. The season entire day. One? No, season two. Oh, okay. I thought it was done. The way it ended, I was pissed. And then yesterday, <laughs> I'm on Twitter, and it says, season two, episode seven. So I was ecstatic. I was They're still going. very happy. Because the way it ended, it was messed up the way it ended. I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone that hasn't seen it. You too. AKA me. Um, But it was great. Another one you have to watch, if you're any into cop shows whatsoever, The Blacklist, 100%. It is. It's the. I think it's the best cop show there is. You told me it's a. You're telling me it's a cop show. But it's it's, it's about the FBI. Of, kind of. Okay. So it's se- secret FBI. I've never watched Blue Bloods. Blue you got, Bloods is you got, pretty good. Yeah, Burn Notice. Blacklist. Black. That's not a cop show. Black. Yeah. Uh, Burn Notice is really good. But. Uh, <laughs> that's like Will's favorite show. That's tough. That's hard to. I have hard to pen him against. I have an all. I have. I know you do. That's like your. That was your favorite Chris, show for years. Yeah, Blacklist is really good. Yeah, there's. It's really good. What is the show that um? I've seen them all. It's a show that Meredith wants me to watch. Oh, I haven't. I haven't seen Friends. I've never watched Friends either. Friends is. Fun. I've been told I need to watch Friends it's too. It's a fun little sitcom. It's another a, it's another a uh, sitcom. It's fun. A good another good cop show. It's called Hawaii Five O. Heard of that? Isn't that the one with Andy Samberg? No. No. That's no. that's uh Brooklyn Nine Nine. Sorry. That's, cool. num- that's funny too. Numbers in the title. Yeah. Hawaii Five O. It might not be the best show ever. Mm-hmm. But it has the best starting 15 minutes of any show I've ever watched in my entire life. Really? It really does. Like the opening of every episode? No. Oh, just of the, the show. very first episode. Oh. The first the, 15. The guy, in it, the, the guy in it's in Ocean's Eleven, right? Like the detective? Maybe. 11, 12, and 13. I'm not sure what his name is, just off of memory. But the first 15 to 20 minutes is the greatest opening 15 to 20 minutes of any TV show that's ever been created, and I'll stand by that until I die. I it thought is, you were saying like it had a really good like opening theme song. Like the opening theme song was great too, but it is. I was gonna say now that's burn notice all the way. Oh yeah, yeah. But the, it is so well, and I could be so riveting. I well, I sent when I Facetimed you when I was. My flying, name is Michael Weston, yeah, and I, I used, used to be, to be a spy. Chris, until... when I Facetimed you the other day, yeah, I Snapchatted Ian. Yeah, and he was. I didn't know Michael Weston knew how to fly planes. <laughs> and I said I used to be a spy until dot dot dot. We got a burn notice on you. Yeah. You're blackbusted. Such a good show. When you're burned, you've got nothing. got them all on DVD. <laughs> That's the second time you said that, Will. It's all right. We don't need to hear it again. Two shows. <laughs> That burn notice is great. It's Blacklist, fantastic. But, so, actually, I don't, have you watched season seven? A Blacklist? Yeah. I'm all caught up. Seven so you watched the fifty fifty. Holy. So the with, last with COVID and yes. Yeah. So the last episode of season seven, mm-hmm. which they started season eight yeah. three weeks ago, I believe. Yeah. I haven't watched it. They, started, they <laughs> released it. Yeah. Oh, I uh, so the end of season seven mm-hmm. was right in the middle of COVID. Ooh. So they made the very last episode of the season, fifty percent animated, fifty percent. You're kidding. Real life. It was. It was weird. Kind of weird. No way. But really cool, they just did based a good on job the way that yeah. things. Happen. So they had. Yeah. They gave all the all the actors, all the actresses, their lines. They went home and they recorded them. Huh. And then they animated it. Interesting. And put it into an episode, huh. and so it would bounce. So there would be 
because they obviously don't just shoot scene by scene. Yeah, they go out of order. So like scene one would be in person, scene four would be in person, but two and three would be animated. So it was really cool. They had all the like the normal sounds and stuff. Yeah. But it was it was cool. Interesting. But if you have Netflix, first seven are on Netflix. Yeah. Season eight just started. It's great. I mean, I haven't watched it's the next season. I, yeah, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll try it after I finish. Raymond Haruto, Reddington, but... the guy that plays Raymond Reddington, is a really good actor. Yeah, James Spader. He voiced oh, Spader. He voiced I'll... Ultron. Oh, that show. Yeah. I've known that. I okay. He's been a lot I know of, what show you're talking he's been about in now. A lot of serious. He stuff played um. Before. He, he played Robert California in The yep. Office, yeah, and the he played uh, Ultron in Age of Ultron. That's yep. right. Yep. Yeah, I know him. He good is actor. Very, very good. good. Actor. He's very good. Yeah. He's Raymond Reddington in The Blacklist. Okay. He's Which like the is main character basically. Yeah. Gotcha. I was gonna say top two characters. Yeah. Pretty much. The yeah. show is based around him. Gotcha. Essentially, so it, it's a pretty good show. Gotcha. 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 It's, gotcha. it's great. That yeah. you've seen Lost, right? No. Sure. <laughs> you, you I've seen Game Lost. of I've seen like Game of Thrones. So, that's Game another Thrones? one. That's have you watched Game of Thrones? I've yet? Not. That's another one I was going. Ah! You gotta watch Game of Thrones. So I was I actually s- calm down. It's like mom's probably asleep. It's eleven thirty-five. You need to be. I don't care. I was scrolling through Twitter to today actually, and try to avoid spoilers. There was really there was a thread that said like the best uh, the best seasons of TV. Mm-hmm. I saw that and. Season two of um, Thrones, Season one of Lost was said quite consistently. Yeah. And then season four and five of Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. Which Heard that before. Season five of Breaking Bad. That's another Bad. one I need to watch, Breaking Bad. I haven't seen that. Um, so one thing good. I'm going to get you on, Will. Sons of Anarchy. I told you. You've been trying to tell me about that for a while. I'm telling you right now, the final season, every single episode, I thought it was done. Really? Granted, I knew there were 13 episodes, <laughs> but I was like, "How do they top this?" It could end right now. It could end right now. It was so incredible. The last three, last three seasons, they could have stopped them right at the end of every single episode. It was great. So if you got time, that's seven seasons, 13, 14 episodes a season. Hmm. I would watch those. Hey, but I got one question for you, Ian. Have you seen Cake Boss? I used to watch Cake Boss. Cake Boss? My name's Buddy. I'm the boss. I love Love Cake Boss, man. Me and Savannah and and I have been watching the British British Baking Show. The British Baking Show. It's great. What is that? It's great. I've seen that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Kind of pissed how the new season ended. There was a girl that shouldn't have been there, but I'm not going to spoil it. Mm. But it was great. It's a great show. I've seen a season. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. My name's Buddy. I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the boss. My name's that show is so I'm good, bro. I used to watch that all the time. Yeah, we used, I used to, to watch Wahlburgers all the time. Yeah, that you did get into Wahlburgers for a little bit. Storage Wars used to be the thing. Dude. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. I love when they would just bait each other up. Yeah. yeah no, no I, it was so. Fun. I was watching TV like a couple weeks ago, and yep. Storage Wars was on, and I watched it, and it's weird. The old guy. That the the you know the Barry. older guy yeah he wasn't on it like I, he must have gotten off the show or something or maybe he just wasn't in that episode because he wasn't died. in it and it wasn't the same he was old but he he didn't die he didn't die <laughs> I'm just kidding, that was a healthy man once he left I kind of didn't like the show anymore yeah he was the I used to record it he seemed Jared and his he wife seemed... dude his wife was way too hot for him. <laughs> He always wore Chuck Taylors with high white. Socks. They're still in like, the, they're still killing the game right I now. I think dude. she was an idiot. 
Okay. They should have just done. They're still in the game. They're still like, I'd say probably the main ones of, yep. of, of the show. Yep. Of the show. Yeah, Barry. He was my favorite. He he was one kind of those skeleton gloves. I he, love. Them. He always signed. He all. He to me, he always seemed like he was like the worst one because he would always get the worst hauls. Like he he rarely made a really big profit. He just found stuff that he thought was interesting. Exactly. He had so much money, he didn't yeah. give a shit. He rarely he, just, yeah. he rarely made an actual profit, but his his scenes were always the funniest. Like that was a really and I, I was watching, I was like, ah, oh, this is all right. It's just not the same. I like Daryl, him and his son. Which one? Oh, he was he the he had the tank tops. Yeah, the big yeah. guy. He looks like funny. he should be a biker or something. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's still doing it too, but I liked him. And then Dave, he was just a dick. He was funny. Which one was Dave? Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they got his they, own merch. They added two people. Um, there's like this this bigger guy, this bigger black guy. I don't know his Ivy. name. He's funny. Ivy, he's and funny. then like a a girl. Like she was so dumb. Brunette dude. chick. And she was dumb. She she's just annoying. Like I hate just, her. I yeah I Hated didn't her. care for her that much. Couldn't like, stand her. Didn't really bring anything new to the show. Once they brought her. them two on, I was like, all right. That's yeah, it. it's just kind of silly. But. It was great with the original four of Dave, Daryl, mm-hmm. the couple, and then Barry. Barry. But once they brought, I, even the black guy, he was cool. I liked him. Ivy. But then they brought that Renee guy, the fat guy, who his wife yeah. was definitely yeah. miles ahead of him. Uh huh. And then they brought that annoying girl, and I was like, Yeah, nah, TL- cool. That's a TLC show, isn't it? Yeah, uh, A and E. I think. Oh, oh you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That Pawn Stars was on it. Pawn Stars too, yeah. Take Boss was uh, best I can Take do. Boss was TLC. Best I can do. Money, but I'm, I'm the boss. boss. <laughs> I'm the boss. You had a good Jersey accent. Yeah, Money, man. Money, but I'm the Welcome boss. To Carlo's Bakery. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Carlo's Bakery. I'm the boss. And like, oh, that show is so. Yeah, like his buddy Moro, the I big fat boy. Like, yeah, Moro, bro. Yeah. And Joe. You know They're what I remember? Italian as fuck. You know, you know what you I, know. you know what I remember vividly? There was an episode where his nephew was working as his like delivery driver, and he put diesel in a, or he put like gas in a diesel truck. I'm like, <laughs> I remember that. Carlo, it was probably Carlo. It was Carlo. Carlo was the yeah. idiot. And Car, and, Car- and he was so Carlo mad was at him. His nephew, he was trying to like yeah. him to be like the, the next, next guy. Boss, he was just an idiot. He was just a dumbass. Yeah. yeah. Like this, Carlo. <laughs> Carlo. Tried to have Joe and Morrow so in the way. That's not how that. Your Italian accent needs some work. Right? I, I'm not good with accents at all. I wish I was, but I'm really bad. You just at don't it. have my gift. I'm yeah, really, I was gonna say I've tried accents with Chris. The, is so good at accents. The British baking show tried an Ireland accent. I not good. I don't even know what that show is, but I know British and I can talk. I can talk like a Brit. Yeah, I can talk. Really good I can talk it. like a Brit. I can't do it. I, I can do it. Like if I'm watching the show, I can do it. Like, I can repeat it, but if I'm right now, I can't do it right now. With See, about, if I had three wishes, one of them would be to be good at accents. <laughs> that's, that's not true. That that's would for not damn be sure. If you had three I, wishes, that would not be one of your wishes. I wish I Look. could be good at accents, Mike. That was, <laughs> that was horrific. That was God See, I, one of my wishes would be to be good at no, accents. Your first wish would be to have original jokes. I have a horrible... Oh! <laughs> that's, that's a good. good one. So, that's one of them. <laughs> that's what one of my... Uh, Wishes would be my second one would be to have good uh, good ear for accents. I can't do accents. So and you got three, three wishes, and then three would be a bunch more wishes. Three would be to have more wishes. Yeah. How many more wishes? You have to be specific. Three. <laughs> and you just repeat the cycle over and over and over. Once you get to three, you got to keep going. Now, yeah. I need a pencil. Okay, and I would like a bowl of soup. 
Okay. And now I'm going to ask for three more wishes. You just keep doing that. Anytime you need something, anytime exactly. you're craving something. Exactly. Or you could ask for infinity wishes. Nah, you that's can't no do fun, that. That's no fun, though. You don't put the pressure on yourself to yeah. remember the pressure yeah. on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'd probably blow it. you just forget one day, and you'd be like, oh, crap, that was my third wish. Nah, I'm pretty Damn. reliable. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> pretty reliable, I think. I think so. I mean, Thanks, man. I can always rely on you for Thank you. For anything I need. Thank honestly. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like to think I'm pretty reliable. I don't know. But anyways, so... I don't know if I'd say you're reliable. What do you think, Chris? But How long have we been going? Uh, we're currently at two hours, fourteen minutes, and four seconds. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good pod. Three hundred and fifteen point. Make it. Hold on. Three hundred and sixteen megabytes. That's wow. pretty good pod. You that's wanna, a good podcast. Definitely gonna break the record for the longest. I think the longest pod prior to this was like an hour and thirty. Probably our last one. All right, let's wrap this thing up, guys. Uh, so no, you <laughs> shut your mouth right now. So thanks for you're tuning in to the WOC sh- show. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that's going to wrap it up. I'm not going to let Will take the credit. Thanks for tuning into the OC show. Ian, Will, thank you so much for joining. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been an absolutely us, fantastic episode. Dude, it was really fun. A lot that of ups great. and downs. Talked about a lot of topics. We had guest speakers from yeah. Chase. You know, I mean, I love. <laughs> there was a lot of alcohol involved, but, you know, I mean. I love doing this. Hopefully next time there's more. They ran you, out. I might have to put we a limit. I might have to put a limit on you, Will. You may not be allowed back in the studio. Oh please, I'm fine. You're we, trying to you're trying to steal my show. We make the episode. I dude, if I can, can I be 100 percent honest with you? Yeah, I'm buzzed right now. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even, dude. The first episode I did with you, I was really drunk. You were really drunk. I'm yeah. not. Hammered. I was hammered. I'm not even close to that right now. No, not even close. I've so, seen Will when he's down bad, and trust me, he's. This is not it. He is flying high. I'm still in yet sky. to really see yeah, Will this is completely drunk. For anybody listening, Ian and Will are of legal age. They're both 21, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So, all right, we're gonna wrap the show up there. Yeah, that was fun, Chris. Thanks for having yeah, us. Hopefully yeah. next time we time. have. Hopefully next time we have cams and a third mic, so we don't have to yeah, share. Yeah, for sure. That would be fun. Uh, hopefully he's, for Christmas, he's asking for a camera and a couple a third cameras, mic. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that'll work that. out. And. uh if you guys are if you guys are listening, you can follow on Twitter. Yep. I don't remember the at I don't the OC show and uh and then on uh, Instagram it's all underscore all lowercase the OC show. Thanks no for spaces. listening to the WOC show. This is the uh chief engineer of laughter and cheer, Will O'Connor. This is the doctor Ian Robertson. Goodbye. <laughs>